You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 98. Certainly, because we need... I need to do some yeah. serious unification. Yeah, you need to be yeah leader of the Shining Lands. Leader of the Shining Lands? I could have went from we need to you need. Yeah, I need that. We need you to be the leader of the Shining Lands. Yeah, I need that too. <laughs> we need... Oh, yeah, you want you want to preserve your rule or something like that. Something, it, well, apparently there's me. a special treasure off somewhere off the coast of the Shining Lands that only the ruler of the Shining Lands has access Can to. Can get to. And I have a feeling it's Shardley. We have a it a seems for to getting be a place we're not supposed to. Yeah. It's almost like That's a what he skill said. of ours. Did someone take a feat? <clears throat> and they didn't tell everyone else? You will get into trouble more often. No, I took a knack. I took a knack. Like, you guys have so, to be using your knacks? No, you made a deal. <laughs> so, we have like uh, Ren now. Ren asks... That's what you did. Red looks at Aurora and says, why did he bump the timetable up so much? You heard Osena. It was a diplomatic decision. You get your opponent off guard by showing up early. Now but I have to scramble around and get everything all... Brandis, who has huge bags under his eyes and does not look well rested at all, says... You look worse than usual. Just like a large-scale battle, Ren. You change the expectations. You, you know the... Ren says, well, in that case, I better go put on my best robe. And uh, walks off to his quarters. expectation. Mm, perhaps a more behind-the-scenes kind of thing. You know, one of those silent partners. Alright, um, well... we'll have says, if he's going, I'm not going! We, we got... Uh. Oh, man! <laughs> Ren turns the only thing works would like, be if he was hung over or something. What the hell?! <laughs> No, he slept well last night. Good. Good. Um, well... Ren, do you think you could magic this place to look very tidy and neat? Yeah. Good. I mean, could you just does do it look that crappy? for the next does it look, five hours? Does it look dirty? Especially Frida, the bottom of the Frida on really deck dirty. says... Needs. Are you saying that this place is not tidy and neat as it is? I'm sorry, did Frida say that? Stoyla on deck says, Are you saying that this place is not tidy and neat as it is? Shut Ren, up, pi- Ren pipes up and that's says, exactly yeah, That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I thought too, but I guess I can send some of these some of these uh, unseen servants to help out. Yeah, I just need it can to. Can you cast a fastidious ritual on an entire ship? Stoyla, building? if anyone can. It's like she is fuming. Stoyla, this is not the time. 
Where he just says, stop yelling! Oh, I'm gonna need to take a dump! <laughs> and leaves the deck of the ship. He can't take an extended breath. He grabs his head and says, I'm gonna right. take a dump. Okay, um, I need to get my parade armor. Okay, yeah. I should shave. You should, yeah. Yeah, you, you can come. And uh, where are we going to put Daemon's body? Can we just hide that? Urine has it. Good. So we won't let him into the doctor's They're not going to go there. Out. They might hide it. They might want a tour. They're like that. A tour of the ship, of and then we, we keep bodies. Well, the medical says, bay. You seem area. awfully nervous, Aurora. Nobody's going in my room. Don't be flustered. Two hours. That's not enough time to even put on my armor. Why it's the go, parade armor. Why don't you attend to yourself and let the crew handle the rest? I leave them in your capable undead hands. Off she comes. Red well, Aurora is off, servants. preparing herself. How does everyone help prepare the ship, if at all? <laughs> Brandis doesn't help at all. Hasten <laughs> convinces Aurora to stop fussing and go put her armor on. Because <laughs> honestly, the ship is, I mean, it's fucking Thunderstrike. Yeah. The fact that, like, it's like... Oil machine. Our magical floating fortress might not impress them, oh gosh! The deck of Thunderstrike... In the- Don't <laughs> me! Like, the deck where everybody walks and like cargo is moved on and off could probably pass the white glove test. And so when Aurora told Ren to like... Tidy it up. Tidy it up, he was like... She means hide the halflings. What? She can't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was understood. Keep the out of sight. Aurora is secretly extremely racist. No, Nazir is. Nazir is. It's not me. You're right, you're right. It's all your friends are racist. All my I'm friends so are racist. this has just come out so uh, I've, got, I've got friends who are halflings, I swear. Halflings <laughs> so, really like... I know all their names. Osino says, Osino, what are all their names? It is perhaps a bit unsensitive, but it is true. It is perhaps best that the halflings are put to a task out of sight. Clean the chimneys. (laughs) All the chimneys, all at once. Ren made five unseen servants and let them go around and kind of clean (laughs) stuff and do whatever. And Ren made his way off to his room to go change because... He has enough sense to know that going to a uh, party, a parlay, I don't know, what are we going to call this? <laughs> a, a, meeting? A, a meeting? A meeting. A summit. Yeah. How about that? Summit. There we go. A, a I should probably wear something other than a robe made of human, human skin fun. and eyes wow. and stuff like Foresight, that. Foresight, so, not typical of Ren. Ren is going it. to go... <laughs> he's not taking it off. You're he's not just going to be doing much on, without that. He's <laughs> going to put... A cloak on over, over it. Yes. Made so of can, elven skin. So you can Much pull more the cloak back and be like, if I need to whip it off, if I need to whip it off, I got it. Yeah. Hugh definitely shaves and replaces his filthy red blood-soaked handkerchief with like something, you know, silk and green. Blood soaks as well. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't constantly bleed. That would just be creepy. What's not creepy about your... My huge oh, vacant, your, your, your my vacant eye, eye sockets. sockets. Yeah, you yeah, know. they're pretty awful. Um, you could always get like one of those weird kind of helmets that has no eye slot area. Put it this way, you you carry two kumquats with no hands. <laughs> Ooh, I can make goggles for you. No, that's that's okay. They would do nothing. They would be amazing. They would do nothing, but they'd look badass. 
you dress as kind of light. You should wear it's offensive pants so they don't even look at your eyes. Yeah, you don't have to really worry offensive. about leeches getting don't in Don't wear any swimming. pants. That's the most offensive. Oh, no. You're both so right. He puts on like a silk all great like, ideas. thing. Everyone just has all these great ideas. I know. I know what we can do to screw this up for Aurora. And hence everyone Brown. else. He just wanders around the ship because he's past that point where you keep trying to go to sleep. And so he's, he's just, just given up. He like eats and he tries and do stuff, but he has low patience, especially with the people he's been spending how's he doing, way too much time How's he doing <clears throat> with his wife? I mean, yeah, how does his temper go? Did you try to sleep on the couch? Yeah, you've been gone for a week. Couldn't have gone over well. Yeah, but especially suddenly, he, he went to Lathirna. Is that why you couldn't sleep? And shops back. The halflings are back. Brandis didn't sleep. Neither did wife Brandis. So that's why you've had insomnia. That's one department of Brandis' life. Really exhausted. He's exhausted. Not tired. Exactly. There's a difference. There we go. He's That's how you Endurance spin it. checks He's every spent. 20 minutes for 8 hours. <laughs> if you had the option to turn Wife of Brandis into an undying, would you do it? Oh, that's deep. There's no way he'd do it. Ren asks this question of Brandis, and Brandis stares off into space until Ren gets tired waiting for him. <laughs> 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 Eternity with Wife of Brandis. Pros and cons, and they're all the same. And they're all the same. Be with her all the time. Be with her all the time. Isn't she'd never die? Freshens up and goes to our amazing room where we receive ambassadors from, you know, the the highest ranking uh, echelons of noble society. Yes, exactly. Uh, And many, many people in many seats of power. Yes. So many On, already in that room are three halflings, like cleaning every little surface, scrubbing down. And those three halflings cleaning those halflings. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, everything's, everything's sparkling and, and hasten kind of lightly, with a, uh, without leaving a trace or, you know, taking putting one thread of one carpet out of place. Uh, Pads over to his uh, kind of seat off in the corner, you know. Set set back a little bit, so where he'll, he'll be especially out of notice, but also a place with a uh, with a a secret trap door in case he needs to make a swift exit, aiding He's his already formidable formidable uh, ability to secret himself <laughs> about the ship. Um, and just takes takes a seat there on what is uh, I mean. In any other room on uh, on Faerun, it would be considered a gaudy and kind of like overly adorned chair. But in this setting, it is perfectly camouflaged <laughs> into uh, into the the completely uh, bedazzled and bedecked uh, kind of decor. There's inlay, and, and that inlay also has inlay. Yeah, exactly. Embroidered embroidery and such. Yes. And uh, he, he takes a seat and just sits motionless for what is well, the an tries hour, to an hour or motion. more, as as everyone makes their position, their their preparations. Him just kind of settling in minute by minute into the his kind of. are constantly yeah. shooting sideways. Yes. Yeah. And he just, he, <laughs> he, he looks yes. like uh, he's like a a chameleon just kind of sitting there through 
through patience and stillness, kind of blending himself in moment by moment with the surroundings still. He's just, he's, he's, he's almost impossible to pay attention to because he seems so natural and so at ease in his location. And he awaits the, the start of the meeting. Stealth is a state of mind, man. Got that right. <laughs> if you don't want to be seen. Instead of being. Yeah, well, when it, when it comes to hazing, that's for sure. Yeah. Some people have to try. Not, not so much with Mason. He doesn't even breathe. He's done. He's done for the day. That's his one, his one breath. Yeah, it's practice. <laughs> Just to keep well, in touch. If you remember, he exhales very, for dramatic he's moments. He's very bad at it. He's like, <laughs> so he doesn't do it. <laughs> I have no muscle memory for breathing. <laughs> He just makes a horrible wheeze. He, pra- like, no, he practices just making the sound in his in a blue night. Tries to breathe out and just screams. Ah! Now I'll try breathing out. That's the wrong one. That's not right. Oh well. That's not how they do it. So Red eventually strolls into the meeting room as well and takes his seat. The receiving hall. And takes his seat in his customary. Iron, cold. Big heavy chair. chair. For big heavy. Which Ren. sits considerably higher than all the other chairs, so that Ren is actually Balanced slightly headways. above head level of most of the other core members. It looks aloft and like a high chair. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like a high chair because the legs are not like long. The entire chair is just oversized. It's like a lifeguard chair that's stuck to the wall. It doesn't look like a tall chair. It just looks like a very, very large, large chair. chair. Oh. So he's like, like a giant. giant. Actually, his chair is an optical illusion, is what you're saying. Yes. yes. Makes him look smaller. Ren just sits in a giant love seat. <laughs> he, he, lounges. he appears to fill it out entirely. Right here. Right if I gotta go to meetings, at least I can be comfortable. It's got a little bit of illusion magic on it, you know? Mm. How about you? Uh, Hugh shows up. His chair is just... It's one of the chairs they have. It's a nice chair. Wood, some decor on it. Okay. Shop definitely made. Greek. Yeah. You only want to sit on shop and have a chair. <laughs> Nothing so plain as to look like, why the hell is he wearing that chair? Or sitting in that chair? But Who are you nice sitting chair. on? Shop. Shop. Shop friend what, chairs. What are you sitting on? No, it's who are you sitting on. Because and you just, just said like it's nothing it's like fashion. a shop. It's shop. Why wouldn't Obviously. I be sitting on shop? shop. Sit on shop. If you have a chance, shop. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. It's so choice. <laughs> You're all of Cormier. Busters. Ah. Uh, Aurora spends a lot of her time uh, ordering Oseno around because he's very yes. good at, at following orders. You know, so she's, she's not going to go to Rocco Jr. and go tell him what the menu is because Oseno already knows what a um, Estagonian delegate likes to eat, and so he's already taking care of that. Oh dear. Things are going poorly already. The rest of the time she spends um, fretting herself silly. I mean, she, she's just like pacing around in her, in her room as, she, as the magical armor kind of flies on because it's been enchanted to do so because it's extremely obnoxious to put on parade armor because you have to be very careful. There are so many unnecessary bits. It's, How many? Sorry. Shop. We're putting on armor. Made croissants made mostly of butter, but the rest are butterfly wings, and they're so light and flaky. 
That's true. Butter and butterfly wings. Actually, Aurora's okay. armor is shop made. It's terrible armor armor. He's not an armorer. But, but he's a hell of an artist. But he's, a, he's an artiste. Oh. Is this is the secret thing that he's always had the skill, oh, but it's just kind of bloomed under uh, Brandis's tutelage and how many, patronage. How many uh, servants does it take to help her dress into this? No, and only one wink of a sailor's crafted, eye to get out of it. But beautiful um, armor. It's all little mice and birds. Mice and birds. It. Yeah, mostly mice and birds. <laughs> it's, it's tiny dragons. Um, the answer to your question is four. 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 Servants. This time. Four servants. Ah, ah. That's not bad. Ren makes bad. ten people help him dress, and it only takes one. <laughs> Himself. Yeah, it only takes. He just pulls his arm out, and only body. one halfling is allowed to like touch each. Limb. They what it is because Ren's, Ren's only wearing a cloak. So what they do is they all like tentatively hold it back it up onto like this him. and walk as he holds his arms out, and they walk up and just hold it over his. Not that he's on a power trip or anything. If you were to see this ritual, you would say it's weird. And then he takes it and just snaps it, and they just all at once because he's made them practice like ten times. They just let go, and it flows gracefully down onto oh, his shoulders. Jesus. Oh man, how many? If you got it, flaunt. Does it take? For Ren to wipe his behind after using. I don't want to continue this. He doesn't have to. Fastidiousness ritual. (laughs) Ren hasn't wiped his own ass in years. The plane is a. The poo poo god. Is there a movie about that? The Jack Black? Yes, there is. Daku Spray? (laughs) Guys, come on, stand by. Sorry. Um, And Aurora arrives last. Um, Looking like she. Is Brandis there? Has not been worried at all. He's been there. Sorry. Um, looking, looking like she hasn't been worrying. Looking completely cool and calm. You all know that's not how she feels. But the whole point is to give the air of confidence. So if she could just appear that way, then that's good enough. She's not happy at all that these uh, that the that the king arrived. Not when he said he would. She doesn't like that. <coughs> She's not into dirty tricks as far as diplomatic stuff goes. She's just very blunt and forward with her, with her stuff. As you know, not a shock. She doesn't like dirty tricks being used on her. Well, she doesn't use them either. She's just very, like, forward and <clears throat> stubborn. Which she can afford Aurora to not have to use them diplomacy. because she just says diplomacy, Di- diplomacy. And it works. But diplomacy. <laughs> and she takes her, her seat, which has been moved for this occasion to the middle of the um, group setting Aurora, so that she is more important. Does Aurora apply the magic perfume gifted to her by the Gypsy Queen? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's freaking doused in the stuff. <laughs> she does not know how to use perfume. She doesn't perfume. know how to use perfume because natural scent is enough for most people. You, my lady, you reek of magic. Thank you. Someone fan me, quick! Yeah, Hugh can see it. <laughs> like, as an aura. And Aurora, Aurora picks that up and just looks at, at he was like, not one word. And then she, she goes back to, like, fiddling with, like, a bit of her armor, kind of, adjusting. It bends ever so slightly. Ah! Freezes. Crap, 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 crap. <laughs> Fix it. And what about Brandis? Who was storming around the ship? He storms, continues storming, and then eventually comes to the meeting room. He thunders. 
Just you don't just... have to. You can take a nap. No, I can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could try. <laughs> what he Brandis did. stops off for eight hours. At, at, um, the estate of Brandis, right? Yes. <laughs> it doesn't listen very well. When Brandis stops off at the estate of Brandis at some point, wife of Brandis approaches him and says, Oh, no, you did not bring a ghost home to my house! Brandis, of course I didn't! What? He says, I've seen that ghost four times already! It's popping out of the wall, popping out of the seats! I love Miss Brandis' voice, that's wonderful. Brandis says, did one of Rem's unseen servants come in again? Does he oh that? no, oh no, I know what those unseen servants are like. Really bad day for this! <laughs> Where's the ghost? Where does <laughs> point me to the ghost? Got Inside the walls, what do you think? It's a ghost! Uh... He says, how about you just come in here and you do some housework for a couple hours. You'll see us sooner or later. And she just leaves the house. <laughs> calls for shop. One of these days, shop's going to get too big for his britches. <laughs> You've seen this ghost. I hope I'm there then. I've never actually done a shop. Rollblade shop. No one's done a shop. Is he, <clears throat> is he like a, like a scrawny guy? He's like a he little, like, he used, like, he used to be a monkey. He looks yes. like a man who He's used to be a monkey. Pilot. Think does, of the does he look like a man who used to be a monkey? Of the apes, how they have just a little bit of this, and a little bit of ball. Like he, he's Dr. Zayas. Does he talk like Dr. Zayas? <laughs> no. Is, uh, well, what, Brandis? Yes. Um, <clears throat> Brandis. Give him an accent. Demands, um, <clears throat> have you seen this ghost? Uh, that yes. my wife has talked about. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, at least two of them. Two different ones. I'm yeah. I saw two at once. Do they look familiar? We uh, do kill a lot of people. Not to me. Just, oh, but but Mrs. Brandis she sure is mad about it. Onto the estate of Brandis. Onto this. This took me a long time to build the estate of Brandis. <laughs> Uh, Burn it down. Damn it, stop! <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Master Brandis. I'll, I'll get him out right away. And then he starts walking, like, You're running down the hall. <laughs> this is all your fault. And you see him grab a pot and then a spoon, and he starts banging it. He says, get out, get out, get out, get out! <laughs> As though they were raccoons. <laughs> I don't even know. He's a craftsman, not an exorcist. Damn it, Jim. Brandis walks away and says, just as I taught him. <laughs> That's a good point. Continues to the meeting. <laughs> There's a ghost problem. And boy, shop. That's how you do it. That's how you scare out a ghost. I feel like the son I never had. <laughs> Doesn't do anything, but keeps him busy. <laughs> Alright, now you can continue. Brandis continues to the meeting. Uh... Investigating his haunted mansion later. It's separate from the ship. We don't have a lot of people coming into the estate area. Yeah. So. How they found you, we'll never know. If I go into the estate of Brandis, do I have to knock, or can I just walk in? Well, you can go into the foyer. You go through the uh, servant's entrance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close enough to we a halfling that we have a separate gnome door. <laughs> no door. It's small. small. It's small. It doubles as a dog. Usually door. locked. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Use the gnome door. It's locked. Keep trying. Uh, well, you just gotta jiggle the handle. Well, you're not coming unless you get through that door. Yeah, so. come through the gnome Click. door. Um, Brandis shouts back for Brand for Shop to draw a sketch to make a wood carving of what the ghosts look like. A statuette. As he can try to compare it to his mugshot book of people he's killed. Which is inside his head where he has an actual book. He's described the shop that people he's killed. Now he has a woodblock. (laughs) Draw a translucent... A translucent thing in blood. He had a large axe wound through his face last time I saw him. No, more to the left. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And he has to organize it through... There's a whole wing that is Brannis's slain enemies. It's like a whole Dewey Decimal system to get through the whole thing. Keep track of everyone. Every one of them. Oh, dear. Shop does. Are, they, are they all enemies? Shop The people that you kill? Them all. No, just everyone who's killed. Mm. Everyone he can remember. Okay. As for being around for so long, he's bound to bump into people more than once if he ever goes to like, the after work kind of thing. And so he can be like, Yes! John! Good to see you again! Like, it's just kind of like... I can't. You gotta, you gotta keep track of this stuff. Brennan's enters the meeting room. What is Brandis' chair look like since everyone else described their chairs? I, yeah, I didn't. It, it seemed like a. Uh, I just described my chair. It was going to be a whole thing. <laughs> chairs. It became a whole thing. Oh it came out of like, well, I got to describe my chair. Uh, Brandis, um. <clears throat> we find a crate. We'll pull it up. An apple box. Yeah. There you a go. stool. Three legs? Getting some. Yeah, no, yeah. one leg. Three legs. <laughs> well, the stool three It keeps him occupied. Keep me occupied. Three legged stool. Made of solid titanium. It's actually built into the ship. The ship <laughs> is carved around it. <laughs> God, Red we can't a move that seat. stupid chair. You want a residium seat? I wanted a chair made of. No, residium. that would distract you the entire time. <laughs> I get shop on that. Shops can do many things. I don't think he could <laughs> It'll cost as much it's as It's not the like it grows yes. on trees. That'd be like sitting on a chair made of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to invest all of our money in this one asset, and every time we buy like, something, we'll you just want scratch the asset again. Off. Okay, yeah, I see what's going on here. Pencil, please. You don't get about this meeting. Airlines. <laughs> so you guys are all just sitting in the room? I guess the room? Well, because what them. happens, oh, is I guess what should, we should go greet them. I guess. No. I made it clear that no, Jason you, you was waiting receive, as part no, of his whole... Well, we're all here. Game plan for this? Stuff. You don't have to receive all right, anyone. Guys, the goal you have is five to... minutes until arrival, Oseno says. Thank you. You don't receive anyone. Oseno. Again, 45 minutes early. <coughs> Oseno receives him and brings him down to us. This is our house. Yes, but it might be seen as very rude to not greet them at the door. Make a decision. Will it be rude or not? You should know that. This is your neighborhood. How many times have we walked into places and, and people are just sitting on their Here, throats? Here's the thing. Either way, I'm not going to do the right thing because they're just looking for an excuse to so get upset with me. Yeah, so what would be we the have to play? accuse them of doing the wrong thing. Like they were supposed to wait for us I'm on. outside our communication room. Or if we wait out there, if they said, you're early, you're supposed to wait for us until we go in first. What would be the diplomatic thing Put them do? back on their heels. It's a it negotiation would be to, re- to receive them with graciousness as they arrive. I will go and do this. We are trying to get something from them. And then one of you can them. complain about Not it. vice versa. And then, like, throw it off balance. I mean, 
Okay, that'll be it. You're in charge of complaining. Not too, not too much. Don't go overboard. Level two. Like how much you're doing now? That's perfect. That's perfect. Yes. So, uh, says I'll bring them in. You guys can wait here. I think that will work. Yes. And then right. she walks. I'll leave it to your expertise. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And so she waits up there. Even earlier than the five-minute warning, because that warning could be earlier than, you know, they're they're doing this on purpose. But she's ready for it, sort of. Ren eats a tomato while he waits. He was hungry. A tomato of all things. Delicious. Or or shakes her head and continues walking. She gets distracted by Ren's antics. Just seconds. Aurora arrives on deck. Oh dear. King Nazir's entourage arrives on a caravan of beautifully woven flying carpets, each more elaborate than the last, until the final rug lands on the deck with a large, expensive-looking tent covering its occupants. A thin, sour-faced man steps out, wearing a brightly polished crown and a bandage over his temple. He scans the deck with disdain, obviously wishing to be elsewhere and making no attempt to hide it. A servant steps out from behind him, stepping foot on the deck for the first time, and with a white glove, moves his finger across the deck, looks at it, and then gives a nod to King Nazir. Good thing you specifically mentioned the white glove. The king steps out draped in gold and vermilion silks, jewels, precious metals, and other notes of finery that put many of the more northern kingdoms to shame. Nonetheless, he is clearly aged to the point of being frail, taking his time to move with slow but dignified steps. He raises his hand in greeting, but you can sense the faintest sneer behind his noble veneer. This is a man who knows he has the upper hand. A sneer veneer. Greetings, Queen Blue Mantle. Or do you still go by your dwarven name? Mm-hmm. Already screwed up, Aurora. <laughs> Aurora bows. Moderate, moderate distance, uh, and and extends her hand, not not for a, a handshake, but more of a uh, acknowledgement of his arrival. And she she just says, "Please, just Aurora. We are beyond formalities here." Well then, Aurora, it's been a long trip, and I expect you are no doubt eager to get on with things. Your people are known for that. You there! He points at one of the, uh, he, he points at Oseno on board and snaps his finger. Wine! Yeah. It is only Aurora that knows the subtle emotion. Twitch. <laughs> twitch in Oseno's face before he turns to go get the wine. Ah. This is a dry ship, so. <laughs> He begins walking uh, as Aurora if he is leads. leading oh, the way. No, Aurora... Aurora takes a different route and says, no, no, this way. This is how we go to the main area. She she knew that his way was technically faster, but she's she's chosen a different route. She's, she's chosen a different route to lead him so that he has to follow her, but she has to run in front of him desperately. As you walk, he says, such a pity our first meeting was brought on so shamefully. And he looks mm-hmm. to his son, who is walking beside him. Most undignified for a young prince. Once again, 
You have my most sincere apologies. I do hope the little princess wasn't too scandalized. Not too terribly, no. The young are known for their indiscretions and impulsive behavior. Approaching the door to the receiving room, what would you call this? The, the meeting room, the grand. The receiving room. It's hall. close to a throne room, as Thunderstrike has. It's the throne room. She calls it. She calls it the throne room. In front of. It's where we keep our fancy there. chairs. It's the where throne. we keep our thrones. <laughs> the thrones room. The thrones room. <laughs> can I? Can I ask a, a meta question really quick? Absolutely. With this whole exchange. Just That's your one. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. How do these two countries? I mean, is this like the president of the United States is going to visit the president of? He's getting some back information. Or are we like these are two like equally equally powerful, equally powerful? Yeah, except that Olgarth, the kingdom Aurora is representing, it has armies at the gates and is about to fall. Okay, okay. but we're talking about Olgarth in this nation, not historically they're on very equal footing. Correct. Yeah, this and and Olgarth is Aurora's country. Yes, Uh, Estegund is. Uh, King Nazir's country. Yeah. And, and Durpar is kind of in the middle. The one in the middle of them. It's like a sandwich. It's a Durpar sandwich with Estegund yeah. bread. And, and, and the last Olga's report you bread. had from King Clefin is that uh, it's hopeless. I just didn't know if this I just wanted clarification if this is like a, he is coming down off his high and mighty throne to grace the presence of these crappy little countries. Or if this is like we're kind of equals. Or not we, but they are equals and. I, I just okay. We're good. Yeah. Okay, good. Before I start offending people mightily, <laughs> just regular amounts. Fine. What does the chair the king is here is offered look like? Anybody may volunteer. Mm. Sticks. <laughs> it's like the Iron Throne, but the barbs <laughs> don't stop there all over the seat as well. It's it's traditional. <laughs> Um, Estegundian type stuff. It's one of those. Giant pillows. Not, kind of like that, only it's like a large ottoman. More like an ottoman Super with silks. Ottoman. King Nazir looks at the seat he's offered and he says, I'm impressed. And takes his seat. This is a fine ottoman. This is a fine ottoman. I thought it too before I upgraded to this one. It's great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nazir <laughs> shoots a glance and he says, You will squelch your pet. Squelch? Quite the word I'd use. You are mistaken, sir. This is red. <laughs> Allow me to introduce our our co-rulers. <laughs> the Quorum of Ren of the Feywild. Ren of the Feywild. This is Hugh Weaver of Weaverton. <laughs> and then <laughs> 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 it's okay. <laughs> She's made up a He name. weaves. He weaves of the weavers of the weaver clan. That yes. Common fake. weaver ruling a country. Oh, this is but a name. I assure you, Hardly. he's quite impressive. And you see this smug-faced kid, Prince Brevin, who has sat down next to him on uh, the on smaller another, ottoman. On the smaller ottoman, as he just smiles, like almost ear to ear, with this just asshole smile of. Uh, when when his father is making fun of the weaver name. role play the evil thought that goes in all of your heads at the same time. You do have a doppelganger on board. Yeah. Bash him. Kill the kid. Replace him with the doppelganger. The kid with the hat. It's a good call. Ah! Fun times. 
Earthshakes uh, are had died right in time half, before like, meeting this guy. Sir, the nation of Thunderstrike uh, is ruled on the basis of merit, not blood. Sounds like the word of a commoner. Wow. Well, My origins he's, are he's commons, certainly. He's not being, like, like, smug or snide. He's being outright, like, insulting. Yeah. Ren's gonna start getting outright insulting. Um, Unless you, you can defuse not, him a little bit. I'm just saying... Don't go down to his level, or things in did. her mind he at him. He insulted the, the chair that we gave him that he liked, and he's like, shitty chair. Yeah, this guy's... A, this it. guy's... This guy's a dick, and Ren's gonna start throwing let's, dick punches. Let's if Aurora can't dick get punches under control. Are the worst kind of punches. Aurora smiles as if she is not offended. Ball punches. Because this is really beyond her own ego at this point. All she needs from this guy is his troops. If she has to be insulted in order to get that, she's willing to be insulted. It's just a matter of how much insulting is okay where he's not going to respect us anymore. There's a kind of a balance there where you have to stand up for yourself at some point or else they're pushover type thoughts. Anyway, so Ur just kind of makes a, a dismissive gesture and says, But we are here to discuss far grander things than... He's looking at Hasten constantly as you have not introduced him yet. Does he interest you? He says, Would you like Were you giving us introductions? Ah, uh, well, Hasten is much more of the quiet sort. This is Hasten. Also a member of the quorum. Also a member of the quorum. Hasten says nothing, and the king is unable to stare at Hasten with Very any sort long. of prolonged focus before he simply Finds is almost compelled to look at other things. Like, hey, Hasten is, is unreactant. It's impossible to focus on the guy. There's just other things will inevitably grab your attention because that's how brains are wired. You don't like stare the wine, at nothing. which shows up. You don't stare at nothing. Yeah. Brevin speaks up. Oh. Father, why are they here? I thought this was to be a meeting between uh, between our great nation and the puny Ulgarth. And he says, "That is a good question, son." And then he looks to Aurora. He says, "Why have you brought these people? What do you think they will bring to?" These discussions. They are my most close and trusted allies and counsel. I would not make them wait outside when you come to our ship. This is our nation, after all. And what of Seldy? I had hoped she would be here to give her apology to my son. You didn't receive the apology? Because I would have liked to have seen the apology with my own own eyes. Ah, uh, well, I didn't think it was an appropriate place to bring a child, considering the high danger of the uh, current climate. Just, yes, I suppose a frail girl such as her would be in danger aboard a place like this. He looks around. He says, but I forget myself. And then he kind of sits up straighter. Oh, don't you? We are here to discuss matters of greater importance than the puerile squabbling of children. This is also breathless. Let us begin with the puerile <laughs> squabbling of men. <laughs> well put. Wait, you mean me? No. Mm. And he just, uh, he just continues speaking. 
As it stands now, I have no great loyalty to either nation, and nothing to gain from supporting you over Durpar. In fact, it would suit me fine just to wait and see what becomes of your country before choosing a side. He really wants, he really wants to see Durpar grow twice as big and conquer... And that's in, Does Hasten say that? Yeah. No, I'm saying that. You really want to see Durpar... <laughs> Go ahead and give her our response. Um, I've suddenly escaped what he said. Um... He said he'd just as soon wait Ah, and watch what happens. And yet here you are, so you must see some merit in entertaining the idea. He smiles and he says, Yes, yes. It is true that if Durpar were to grow, it were to absorb all of Olgarth's lands, it would be a threat to mine own nation. They are quite... Expansive. Expansive at the moment. And ambitious. Too ambitious. says... Our troops could, of course, hold them off, but at what cost? I feel there is a greater game to be had here. Oh? He stares at Aurora for a long time. Oh, boy. Mm. I don't think so. He's kind of this racist. Battle armor. It's the stupid battle armor. This is not. You seek armor. our troops. Yes. In. Yes. I would gain nothing but the death of my soldiers were I to send them to attack Durpar from behind. Well, there's also the security of knowing that you've put their upstart nation back in its place. Ha! We could do that after you are gone, in the chaos of trying to absorb what you have. That a sneak attack would be even better then, they would be less expecting it. Then what is it you want? Even now, they station troops on their, uh, they station troops on our border to protect against us allying with you. All the more revealing their threat to you. Now, you spoke of a gain. Suppose... I grant you governing power over Estegund. Yes. (laughs) And then he just pauses. Red laughs. Mm Mm-hmm. A foolish offer, would it not be? As he looks to Ren, who has laughed. Extremely generous. I imagine you would expect a great deal of generosity in return. I... She's like... Almost like... Says, I am an old... An old man. No. That is plain. No. 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 Or waves her hand like, oh, I didn't even notice. He says, My son Brevin will be taking the throne before too long. I would like him to take the throne of a kingdom twice as large. Ren rolls his eyes. You he mean ha- to expand? He has a feeling he knows where this is going. Revan will marry your daughter Seldy. Huh. Called it. The deal will be such. Aurora's like, she hears it. (laughs) She hears it. The deal will be such. I will grant governing power over the lands of Durpar. In exchange, the lineage... The lands of... The lands of uh, Estegund. He does not misspeak that. The lands of Estegund (laughs) and Durpar. If we play our cards right. Indeed. 
He says, I will retire with my considerable wealth. I will live out the rest of my limited days in comfort. You will rule over the, uh, the new largest kingdom of the Shining Lands. <laughs> and when your, rule, uh, when your rule comes to an end, the kingship shall pass to my son, Brevin. Hmm. He says, it will be the Nazir line that rules this new country until the end of time. There will be blue mantle blood in it as well. Hmm. A difficult and ambitious offer you make, indeed. She thinks about it for a moment, kind of as the thoughts race through her mind, she thinks about Clefin, who has no idea that they're striking this bargain, because that basically means any child that she has after Selby doesn't have claim. Yeah, yes, to clarify. So if my advisors outside have the details of the arrangement on paper for you to sign. And he stands up from his chair and he says, you have 24 hours to decide. He says, I expect you have comfortable quarters available for us. We expect to be entertained. Naturally. And you see that... She Revan gives an eye has, to, like, Oseno, like, I hope you did that. Ren says to... Brevin gives, shoots Aurora this look like... Like he is just made... As if, as if this was all his idea. He looks at Aurora with just this smile, like, it's all gonna be mine. As they turn and leave the room. <sighs> Doppelganger. We can just have... Have uh, Oseno as Brevin marry Selby, yeah. and then leave her alone. Or if there's any young doppelganger bachelors, he knows we're nice. Oh. <laughs> All you have to do is pretend to be this guy's son. I don't even care about the rest of the Shining Lands. You want to subject Seldy to these assholes for the rest of her life? You want to subject the world? No, to I don't want to. Two of them combined. What? Hey, well, I've got an idea. Why don't we die. kill them while we've got them on board and just stage a... Uh, who did a, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, You're I crazy! Who, I wonder who just got the Crimson Stone Rod. Bam. You think we couldn't pull that off? Yeah, could just kill him and then have Osana take his Whoa. place. I mean, that's always a possibility. Yeah. I would we just are, assume <laughs> do that. We, are, then we are not having this then, conversation. Then Seldy doesn't have to marry anyone, and we still get their troops. And then the king mysteriously dies in his sleep two weeks after Pretending the war is over. Pretending to be royalty is not just as easy as looking like because the greatest Dude, it's nation. Even no, Oseno. Like because it. the greatest the nation is assassination. No, that's the reason I'm arguing for his sake. It's Any a, moral argument's going to go whoosh. It's Oseno. He could do it. If anyone could do it, he could do it. We're not discussing... What is it? Regicide. We're not talking regicide. This is not... I don't know what that means, but I still want to kill it the king. It means the killing of a, of a king. He's <laughs> in after sitting for a little while, listening to people talk and propose discussions, says, uh, it seems to me that there hasn't been any negotiation. Letting them simply come in and name their terms and leave is an awfully bad sort of way of going about this. We need to at least propose a counteroffer. Yeah, he's just... I agree. It's true. One of Nazir's advisors enters the room. The 
door being opened by one of your... Man, they just don't care. Red looks at him and says... Lay down the the alliance agreement, or the uh, the, the, uh, agreement of... uh, What would you call it? There's a word for it. Joining the nations, it says. The union of two nations. union of two nations. Absorption. Absorption You see, it's like a 60 parchment all written... Out by the accountant. I mean, they have had this plan our, for weeks. Go get our dragonborn accountant. Yes. Get Victor. Or what's his name? Says, Isaac? For you to review, I suggest Frederick. you have your Frederick. answer ready in 20 hours. He said 24. Yes, Ren, the says, just leaves the room. Ren says, I suggest you Suck a dick. make haste <laughs> out of this room. <laughs> I propose to you that you may suck my dick. Cough um, for you. And all of your mates. So basically, <laughs> Brenna says, so basically, he's offering... Tell your master I provide him entertainment. It comes in the source of me not cutting his hand off. surrendering your nation to Durbar, you surrender your nation to Estigo. But I get, not to, I get to rule it, though. No, it's not... I mean, she rules Estigo. I mean, effectively, if Seldy and this Brevin. kid, you know, get along... It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, if I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna. Th- I'm just gonna throw this out there. Does not seem like a worthy heir to the Olgarthian throne. I'm just gonna Granted, throw this however, out there. I don't think anything happens to Seldi or Aurora. Then Estigan just essentially gets it. Yeah, yes. I don't think this will play out just and like he said. Either. I'm gonna retire and live out all of my days in comfort, and then when you get tired of being we- queen, my son gets it. Aston looks at the <laughs> the thickly stacked documents sitting on the table and says, "As a man who has just once again received my freedom, I would be very careful before giving any of yours up." And he says. Uh, he says, it sounds like it is a time for sacrifice, yet do not rush to give everything that they they are asking. They are here for a reason, like you said. If Osana was willing, it would be wonderful if he could get his people in here to go over the fine details of this. I've never seen someone pick apart a complex Frederick. piece of I'm information. I'm quite good at it, but we don't have 20 Aurora hours. If he'd be willing, this is a matter of the nation of Olgarth, but mm. I feel that Just make sure the nation no of Thunderstrike certainly would be willing to lend him to you if Olgarth is keen on having the particulars of this arrangement. Uh, oh wait, can we have someone read it? Is there, any, is there yes. anything? Just to make sure that there's no yeah, we, tricky bits in it. We're the leaders of Thunderstrike. We don't read. We don't read documents. We don't read. Their red, documents are red calling us red, yes. red stuff. Red wants to. Can as long as comes he's... in immediately, who's clearly on standby. Can Red go over it too with him? Yes. I need this read extremely quickly and then summarized. Like, now. At once. Good. <laughs> he takes it. And then you see him slip it underneath. Just slips it underneath his, uh, his cloak. And then it is gone. Did he osmosis it? He just absorbed all the information? And he walks out. He says, I will have a report for you in one hour. Oh, good. One hour. Alright. Excellent. In the meantime, how shall we entertain the king? You tell him to go jack off is what we tell him to do. No, that's not entertainment. They, they don't find that entertaining. Well, that's their problem. Maybe that's it's a very... Hell! how they got there. That was boring. Perhaps you could perform some, <laughs> some feats of archery. They will no doubt be impressed. 
by your skills as a bowman. Especially a blind man. Indeed. I would not subject Hugh to the judgments of these boop, assholes. Boop, boop, boop. We just have to put you them in their place. Speaking stone vibrate. Uh, <laughs> it was on silent mode. Who put the Rowena says, "Excuse me, your Majesty." That's me. Says, uh, "Your king is on the line. Is uh, is wishing to speak to you." He's he's hooked it. Yes, hello. In the calm room. How do I? Oh, it's calm room. The communications. How do I flip Third it back? Third, go on the left. Third, go that way. All right, all right, fine. Um, <coughs> if you'll excuse me. You guys all go into the calm room? Or you're, you're welcome to join me if you want, or I'm stay here on your chairs. For some reason, sat in on that meeting. I guess we should go to this one too. Uh, Why can't we just uh, pull the calm room into here? Didn't they make that? Because the calm room is the calm heavily, room. heavily warded. It's the calm room. That's where we come. When Aurora walks in, Clethen is already there, on uh, appearing as a uh, as a arcane projection. Your Majesty, how seldy. You met with the King of Estegund. He really kind of Prince. showed up. Prince, Why did you not give me a warning? I, I had to hear about this. it from my own scouts. <laughs> um, Somebody get some popcorn. This is going to be awesome. Was there not enough warning for me to get to the to the teleportation circles? I could have been there. King Vizier showed up unannounced. I would have told you as soon as possible, but there was no time. Surely you can see people approaching that ship of yours from further than 30 seconds away. You know how the Estegunians are. Roll a bluff check. No, I'm not bluffing. <laughs> totally lying. You've two hours. No, no, no. But I mean, we spent that whole time, we were so busy, like, just cleaning everything and getting everything ready. All she genuinely... Send word to my husband. Yeah, Roll the bluff. <laughs> 17 plus... He seems to calm down. It's 37. He calms down if somewhat. I must lie. And he says... She believes her own lie. She, she really does. She I think you believe her lie, too. I do. It's easy to lie when you believe it. But it says, nothing important was discussed, Your Majesty. Says, they were there. Because li- they live here? He says, what? what? Shall I teleport you here? Yes, that's how we typically arrive on the ship. Would you, would you like to be teleported? <laughs> yes. And you at least Aurora be here for the deliberations. The teleportation when, circles. when Aurora says yes, oh no, when, when Aurora asks this and he says yes, she knows he never wants to come to Thunderstrike. He has always had this unspoken jealousy. Distaste? Well, certainly a distaste for certain members. I was going to say, it could be. But he's also because... had this, there's always been this, It's it's been... Understated, kind of jealousy a of Aurora's resentment? S- uh, resentment of Aurora's second nation that she spends so much time in. She he knew this when they got married, he and knew it was this. like no surprise. Yeah, but it's one of those things though. where yeah, he knew it was there, but it doesn't really change the fact that he doesn't like it. So he never comes to Thunderstrike except for extremely important like well, it's very bad to, to have both monarchs on a ship that could get exploded. So the fact that he says else. he wants to yeah. come right now. And Aurora just blithely it may waves be wise her hand to bring Seldy as, as well. Oh, why would we do that? She's because very willful. It may be wise to bring her as well, unless you plan on just informing her after the fact. She's nine. I'm not saying that's what not kind of decision-making skills does she do. have as a child? 
I'm just saying I don't see the benefit. She's not going to bat her eyes cutely at them. You're her mother. <laughs> it's true. Minutes later, the king of Olgarth arrives in the calm room, escorted by Rowena. He looks disheveled. Haggard, His even. His royal gowns are oh, no. crooked and dirty. It looks like he hasn't slept in days. Fastidiousness he's, ritual, quickly! He's got, uh, I mean, he he's can't got huge dark circles under his eyes. He just comes in and he sits down and he says, Tell me what you discussed. Ura casts fill-in. Does it tell... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly Does it tell what she everything? So exactly what does she say? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Um, in, a, in a summary befitting those who like to gloss over details, Aurora... Uh, something that is porous. That is porous and, <laughs> and mutable. incomplete. Yes. She... She tells Most specific and vague. Most specific and vague. So Ambiguous. In the way that only Aurora precise. can. Uh, she explains that she's skillfully negotiated them to only ask for uh, um, joint rulership post-death of the current monarchs. Plural. Uh, in return for incredible military strength to support our pushback and eventual defeat of Durapar and uh, absorbing of Estigan and Durapar to make one great shiny land as you know has been my my one true desire he looks confused and he says <sighs> good I confused him they want to take over our nation no 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 how no. is this any better could you not shout that's quite what so much? i said you gestures to Brandis. You didn't even get an introduction. You don't even like Brandis. Says, when a man's right, he's right! Uh, Brand says, like for once, Clethen, you and me are on the same page. It's a, sm- it's a small... I said man! It's a small thing in comparison to losing an entire nation, or... Yes, we will be losing an entire nation! And gaining two more. He says... Explain the deal to me. And he, like, sits down and he says, Explain it again. As far as I can understand, it appears that Olgarth will be now have control over Estegund. Yes. Except the line will pass through the Estegund line, as opposed to the, the Olgarth line. Post, post, uh, post Warload. Slash. Upon the condition of... He says, To who? Seldy and, and Brevin, Brevin are to marry. He in this particular negotiation. Says, completely. What? These things happen all Have the time. Have you met that child? He's a brat, yes, I know. But who among us has not been an irritating child at some point? Perhaps he has I virtues. I have not. Perhaps he has virtues not yet undiscovered. <laughs> like, a, like a diamond was a huge in some dick. kind of rough thing. Perhaps he's like that. After all, he's 13. He it's not a flattering he's, time. He's pacing back and forth in the calm room. We don't have much choice, considering our Hayson, other options are nothing. Hasten says, no counteroffer then? I really don't know what I could offer him that's, that's less, but still... He looks to Hugh. Uh, why would he? What do you think? What do you think? 
I don't know. I've never been royalty myself. I've certainly always heard stories of, uh, rather than marrying for love, those sacrificing and marrying for political goals or reasons. Uh, I would hate to see Seldy have to go through with that, but if it means the kingdom, perhaps that's part of the duties of being nobility in your country. We could possibly counter-offer. Uh, it seems that right now there is plenty of opportunity for foul play. If Seldi were to be killed, if Aurora were to be killed, Estegund could uh, essentially coup the whole thing and take it specifically in their line. We could add caveats that say that the line would pass only to the offspring of uh, Seldi and Brevin. So as opposed to if Seldi dies or if Brevin dies, it doesn't go off to some cousin of his. Uh, in the event that they both die, I'm not sure what would happen after that. I'm not. But worthy. But the problem is, people do die on occasion. They do die. The problem is, or that, she that could, would they do. She could fail to produce any offspring, people. in which no. case, who does the crown fall to then after they have both passed away? Well, we should wait until Oseno comes back with the full understanding of the text that has been given. Just the to devil make is sure. in the details in this particular case. The devil's right over there. Granted. He looks back to Aurora and says. Seldy trust this man's opinion. Take the deal. Make sure it's watertight. And then he leaves the room. She watches him go. Dark thoughts swirling in her mind. And she leans back. Hazen says... Thoughtfully. It is difficult for... Laced fingers. It is difficult for the king to command his people to do something that they don't wish to do. How do you know the people of Estegun will accept you? I need only to technically rule it in order to fulfill... You mean they I do not think that technicality will work quite in this matter. Well, Unite I'm ver- the I'm shining very, lands. I'm very charming. I'm sure I can win them over. Besides, if their king smooths the way... I expect it to be easier. He'll he'll spin it like some sort of great profitable uniting. They're very into that. They How old is Brevin? Thirteen. I think. He looks about that age. He could be tall for his age. I don't yeah. know. Mm. He's about that age. 13, Still nine. somewhat malleable. Indeed. I could crush him with my hands. He's an ass now, but I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's just... He'll probably continue to be an ass unless the current path is corrected. It's like a sapling that's, you know, got a bend in it. If you don't do anything with it, it's just going to keep growing that way. Mm-hmm. But if you maybe fix it. You have to lash it to a twig or something. Not a twig. Uh, like a pole. There. We'll lash him to a pole. Which may be difficult. Because they're squirmy? You could uh, demand that Brevin and Seldi reside in Olgarth. As opposed to Estegan, that would give you an opportunity to do that. If right. they were to remain in Estegan, it would almost be like hostage. Um, <laughs> yes. But if they were to remain in Olgarth, you would have opportunity to affect it more, possibly. Our, our palace is nicer anyway. <clears throat> Although, really, establishing something in Durapar might be the best, because then it would be central. Yeah. Durapar is an unknown as of yet. I wouldn't include that. Indeed. Once you're currently be about to be defeated by Durabar, it's at least two steps away from being conquered. Did Clefin leave, or is he still here? He has stepped out of the room. Your practicality is as painful as it is realistic. 
Ren stands up for a second and says, "Excuse me for what are you doing? A moment. What? It, wait." He says, "You are not going to." Then he strokes his mustache. Pull on the lion's tail, are you? No. Aurora g- looks at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my room to get a potion. Bluff check. That's what I'm doing. I'm not lying. Is he really? That's, I'm really going to my room to get a potion. Okay. An evil be, potion. I'll be back. No evil potions. Okay. Ren steps out. Evil He's like, I'll be back him. in a few minutes. Jeez. It's just right down the hall. He's chuckling to himself evilly <clears throat> inside. He just does his shadow cast on the hallway wall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at this point, <laughs> at this point, Aurora is shadow. not. She doesn't have enough energy to really be heavily invested in whatever it is that Ren's plotting because she knows he's plotting something, but but she just doesn't have the energy to spare, and so she lets that one go. But she's going to regret it later, and she knows it. Aurora feels backed into a corner, mainly because. She has nothing to offer them other than what they've already requested. A better deal. Well, we can ask for a better deal, but the problem is... We are. You already said that we are a better deal. We're a better deal than them being conquered by Durapar. Indeed. When when Ulgarth falls. Indeed. So they need to pay. They can't have all all of everything they want. They can't just have everything. Well, they're paying with military force, but what can you ask for other than that? They're getting something certainly out of the bargain as well. His offspring is now the ruler of... He gets the whole nation. You make a small concession and they say, no, well, all right, that's too bad. Then be conquered. Okay, fine. I'll make a small concession. Like, let's just come to terms. They are gaining, though, on the long term, they're gaining Olgarth without a fight. There's a lot better things than being conquered in this deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, I think it was a good idea about, like, the ruling seat, you know, where the military uh, occupation's gonna be. I think you could talk about, you know, dividing treasuries or, like, the terms of, like, nullification. I think there's a lot to be, like, proposed. Osano. After an hour has passed. And we discuss these things in length. Yeah. At length. Comes back into the room. Hopefully he looks oh, I'm sorry. cheerful. Oseno, after an hour has passed, enters the communications room. Looking cheerful. Looking cheerful. <gasps> he says, I have because he solved all deciphered the these political documents. They are a language in and of themselves, are they not? Indeed. And he puts them down on the table. What have you to say? It is an agreement to join your two nations together into one for all intents and purposes. And we will absorb... He says, he is giving you the name Olgarth. The new nation shall be called Olgar. Says yes, although I assume that the uh, the old nation of Estegund would be continued to be called that as a province of such. Well, I suppose what I would actually do is just call it the Shining Lands, and let every nation have its own. Says the agreement is that your Seldi will marry Brevin, and that the uh, that the line of succession moves to them 
after your and Clefin's rule comes to an end. So we should just never die, and then the problem will be solved. Just, there are clauses in here to protect against foul play from both sides. An honest deal, then. He says, it does appear to be a truly honest deal. I expect that the king of Estegund is worried about Durapar's crusades, and that they, and that the future of his kingdom is somewhat at risk, but not until after his time. He does not want to give a kingdom to his son that will need to be defended so soon. His son is young yet. The man is old. He could die well before his son is capable, and I don't know how much he trusts his advisors accident. or those who is noble. I don't know the politics of Estegun currently. Indeed. And if, uh, and if Durapar were to seize this opportunity to strike then, when the leadership is weakest, Estegun would likely fall as well. This, he seeks simply to secure, uh, to secure the his bloodline's future. Yes. And ultimately, what is a bloodline compared to the lives of thousands, if not millions, of people? And he says, I'm sure I do not need to remind you of... And then he says, Never mind, it is not my place. These are my interpretations of the papers. I would be interested in hearing your comments. Speak freely. He says, it is... I speak of the prophecy of yours. Yeah. It has weighed heavily on my mind as we've had these discussions. It's been some time since I've last reviewed it. What was the exact wording of the portion we believe was associated with Aurora? That is different. That is a divination, not a prophecy. Oh, yes. Correct. Divination is instructions for what you must do should you want to save your world. A prophecy is destined to happen if you believe in that sort of thing. Which I do. The divination is by no means predicted to actually happen. Right. Uh, what was the prophecy then? Basically, that... Oh, the prophecy was it's, for it's one to long... unite the Shining Lands. Yes. The, the rough description was that. That either all the civilization would fall to ruin or would be exalted through the unification. And what happens after that? The paragraph of the divination that you were referring to says, Seek thee the power of faith, for it shall sustain you. The innocent heart sleeps, bound beneath a common crown. The land of gold shall reveal its power only to the sovereign queen. Steeped with meaning. So vague. Why can't these things ever be clear? Interesting stuff. I could care less, but the Shining Lands accept it seems that we... It's special to me. That's special to you. Um, like your chair. Right. I'm not sure I follow. You say the prophecy was that one must unite the Shining Lands? The prophecy was that she would unite the Shining Lands if she is indeed the subject of the prophecy. Hmm. So what was your comment in bringing it up? I guess I don't follow your reasoning. I know, I know she's she is. bringing that yeah. up as a point of why we should do this, or make sure, at the very least, that it happens. I guess I was just wanting to the information that we again. brought back from inside the Olgarthian tomb has, has seemed to indicate that uniting under a common crown will be necessary for, for to, to fulfill the, the divination as well. Hmm. That's what I would. Say. Yes, I wouldn't care except it seems. He says, if you reject this offer. Make sure that you 
have another plan to accomplish this goal. Yeah, if we do... He says, I would hate to see the destruction of all that we know for the sake of your daughter's happiness. And with that, he steps out of the room. It feels like he stepped over his bounds, which is why he did not want to say anything. That's the impression you get. And he immediately turns into someone else so he can't follow him. He never shifts. He never shifts. Oh, really? Unless you tell him to. <laughs> that you know of, indeed. We never see him in shop at the same time. I mean, he uses it for business when he needs to. It is never... He would never it's use it to joke time. around at all. That is uh, something that... Not his attitude. Quorum knows about him. I mean, maybe for a super special surprise birthday party, like, really special. <laughs> but, I mean, it'd have to no be... No one ever remembers. It'd have to be a big deal. This wouldn't be like an every year thing. But he doesn't do it. But he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it as a party. Surprise. surprise. All right, I'm sorry. I got us off topic. Say... So he just stepped out of the room. If, if the deal is given in good faith, then I just guess I'll have to have faith of my own. The impression you got. Seldy will understand in time. <laughs> in time. I. I would at least speak to her before you agree to it. To explain to her my decision. Yes. At least let her feel that she has an input. Even if it's no input at all? I don't know. It's... It seems worse to hear your fate has already been decided. All right, then. Seldy shall be summoned. The message you get back from Owena. I was not able to reach Seldy. What? Uh, King Clethen did not permit me to speak to her. Can you go through whatever proper channels he you need to? He says he would prefer not to tell her what you discussed. I don't know what that means. He says now is not the time. As I said, is it possible to do it anyway? Yes. You've already bluffed once, Jensen. Just, I believe Mr. Weaver has that ability. What? Can you be more specific? What do you mean? Just be as in, in, in a moment of of uh, as blunt of, as you can. of playfulness. Seldy told me that. Mr. Weaver had given her one of the communication crystals that we use aboard the ship. For an emergency, she said. She was very excited. She was not supposed to tell anyone, I gather. Ah. Well. Yes. That's how it, <laughs> it is strictly for emergencies. Well, yes, of course. That makes sense. I would have given her one. I had thought about it. That's <laughs> just what you would do. Cool. You just check out her Twitter feed. Huh? You just check out her Twitter feed. My mom is such a jerk. Oh. Hashtag queen suck. <laughs> Alright, come on. Come on, guys. Use the speaking stone. Are, are you talking to her right now? Mm. She just keeps holding it and she goes, you do it. Okay. Uh. She, she 
hands him the speaking stone. Even though he has one, she's she's pushing the the burden literally onto you. You're her godfather. She'll she'll understand better from you. I'm no good with her. Okay. Uh, it's your idea anyway. You contacts her. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Why? Sally, are you there? You hear a whisper back. Yes. What is it? Is it an emergency? Is the court over? Just, my father has sent me to my room to stay in here. He only does this when there's a big surprise. Do you know what it is? Yeah. <clears throat> she sounds really excited. Why are you going over to Bethany? Because he wanted to. And I kind of agree with him. And uh, it's not like... She's in her room in Olgarth, correct? Yes. Okay. I would just as soon do it in person, honestly, if we could. Uh... Do you remember that secret teleportation circle I put in her <laughs> No. No. Yeah, then it starts to look less like... Creeper. The creeper. You <laughs> <laughs> the creeper. <laughs> No. Too far, here. She says, come on, tell me, why aren't you talking? Mm. <laughs> I didn't I'm just think trying to think through. if I can get you here in person. <gasps> to Thunderstrike. What's um, wrong? What's going on? Uh, big, is my mom there? She is. You can say hi if you like. Hi. <laughs> She's scared she of you right now. She knows about the stone. It's fine. She does now, apparently. I have to... Her tone of voice changes a bit, seeming to be more concerned. Says, what's going on? Why am I trapped in my room? I'm getting out of here. I'm going... Uh, Mother, please. Motherfucker. I built, a secret, I built a secret exit out of my room. I'm using it. Just a moment. I'm... Hold, please. Yeah. Okay, I'm on the roof. Oh god, she's on the roof. Be careful up there, please. So do you know where the I think teleport- I can sneak into can the teleportation room. I'm coming to the ship. That'll be fine. I'll meet you in the reception area. This is not a first time. Clearly not. Now I know how she learned all these <laughs> lock picking, getting out of her room skills. Why are we going over twice? You can't, you can't ground her. Cleven's so far removed from power in his own country, like, it's ridiculous. Not, not only not only did he really not make the calls in the past, now, he, now he really he's not deciding the future either. We're about to give away his his nation, and he and said he's it was like, okay. All right, but just don't tell my daughter. Do- we should tell his daughter. Zelda <laughs> uh, shows up in the teleportation room, wearing why the clothing kind of emasculated by Thunderstrike. Hugh helped acquire for her. That is uh, what she wears when she's scaling the walls and sneaking around at night. It is her. It is her. What she call, lovingly calls my adventuring gear. Hmm. Um. She says, now tell me what's wrong. And she looks to her mom, but then she looks back to Hugh. You're probably somewhat aware of the situation in Old Earth currently, correct? Yeah. You've probably heard a few whispers here and there how Estagund is planning yeah, on attacking soon. but just soon. like you taught me, I got my escape plan ready. I can get out of the city when they attack. Which is excellent. I'm very proud of you. Good job. She smiles. This big grin. She's super excited that he said that. He says, You've heard 
stories how sometimes mm, I tell you that story princesses and princes occasionally have to marry for political reasons. You've heard stories where they join countries and Just things like that. The, in the stories, uh, lame politics and... Yeah, so they're usually not very happy I'm stories. glad I wasn't born a boy. She's missing the idea completely. That's not save you. <laughs> she says, my mom wouldn't let that happen. She says, she knows I'm going to be an adventurer like her. This is a conversation they've had many, many, many times. Most of their arguments involve this. Adventurer. No! She princess! Says, I know everything you princess. taught me. I could go out now. Rabbit season. Duck season fire. And then well, she sees this kind of look on Hugh's face and Aurora's face. And she looks back and forth. I'm not saying you won't have adventures. You'll certainly have many, and the bards will write stories of them. Uh, but there are also responsibilities, which you have... You told me how to spot a liar. I'm not lying. You do have responsibilities. Ones that I won't have because of uh, your blood and who your parents were. She you are Aurora's words. daughter, which means one day you will be queen of Olgarth. says... No, 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 no. Only if she doesn't have another boy. But she's going to keep trying, she's going to have another boy, and he's going to become the king, and I don't have to do anything. Right? Says, you're having a boy, right? Is that what you're telling me? You're going to have a boy? I'm going to have a brother? That's okay. I won't no. get jealous. Uh, we have... Just spit it out. No, we have entered into negotiations with Estegun. They are going to help us against defeating the armies that are about to invade Olgarth. They will help us save very, very many people. And in doing so, the kingdoms of Estegund and Olgarth will become one nation. Uh, one big kingdom. Her eyes are like glazing over. History has never been what she's been excited about. Uh, and you have a very important role to play in this. <clears throat> you know Brevin, the king of Estegund's rather awful she son? spits on the ground. Oh god. Says... Yeah, that magic rock punched him and he blamed yeah, it on me. Correct. Uh, in order for the deal to work, you and him are to be married. She lets out a laugh. <laughs> if you were just going to come here to tell me a joke, you couldn't have had to make me all nervous about it. I'm sorry, Sully, but this is one of the things that we are discussing. It would She narrows allow, her eyes and then looks at Aurora. She says, this isn't funny. It would it's allow Olgarth to receive the aid of Estegund, which would save many, many, many lives. I know you're upset. And you're going to be upset for a while. She and wrinkles her nose and furrows her brow and keeps them wrinkled and furrowed. Don't do that. You're going to... No, I'm, I'm not going... I'm not... He'll never marry her now. Clever girl. Aurora just looks completely nonplussed by this situation. Uh, You know we go on adventures to save people, right? (laughs) To help those who can't help themselves. To save villagers who are being attacked. Rescue people who need help. Yeah. This is a way that you specifically can help many, many, many people in Olgarth and potentially Estegen as well. If and Olgarth we've already were to talked fall, about this. if Olgarth were to fall, 
then most likely the people of Estegund would also fall next, too. But I don't like that snot-nosed, toad-licking mind flare. And I don't expect you to. It's he, not required. For it is certainly not task. required. Like, you don't spend any time with Dad? Unrelated. But in order for Olgarth to receive Estegund's help, um, the deal that they are offering is for our nations to become one, and that would happen through the marriage between you and their son, Brevin. Doing this would allow you to help save I want to go home. many, many people. I'm supposed to be in my room. I understand. You guys are still in, like, the portal room. Yeah. yeah. And she walks back over to the teleportation circle. I wanted you to know before it happened. Send me home. Can you be brave? I'm do you think you can do this? Brave. I know you're brave. But this is probably harder than anything you've had to do before. And you don't even have to marry him right away. There's still some time to... Right, there's still some time to run away. I know you can run away. I know you could probably run away and we would never find you again. Why are you saying that? Because... No, we will find you. We'll find you wherever you go. (laughs) But I need you to be brave. (laughs) If you do this, you will save the lives of many, many, many people. We appreciate your understanding in this endeavor. We value your contributions. Customer service? I'm not very good at raising children! I suddenly realized this. I've been adventuring this whole time. You've never had a man. The time how it's so sad. Cats in the cradle with And she disappears back to Olga. I love you. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's Ren doing? What is Ren doing? <laughs> He's assembled ten innocent virgins. <laughs> need the tag music. That's just a Wednesday night. <laughs> no, not in a line. Two columns. Two so columns. Ren, you, 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 you. Ren. Uh, All right, ladies. Ren slipped out of the. Out of the room and made his way, as he said he was doing, made his way over to his quarters. And then? Uh, went into his room and opened up his. Don't one of his. Chat. Chat. Opened up one of his massive cabinets that he keeps all of his potions in and starts thumbing mm-hmm. through them and finds one of his most potent. Potion. I mean, it is. It is it's been like distilled. It's it is a mighty potion of vitality. He takes that one, tucks it into his cloak, and as he goes to close the as he goes to close the uh, cabinet, opens it back up and continues looking. And you see him, or and he grabs a very very small vial of what appears to just be a. I mean, it's almost like it's not even a liquid. It's almost just like a very thick, thick black smoke that's swirling inside this this vial. And he takes it and looks at it and tucks that into his cloak as well. And uh, is that a play on words? I said no evil potion. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, leaves his room and doesn't head directly back to the. 
conference or the what are you calling it? The throne room. The throne room. room. Well, they've been in the conference room. Right? Yeah. Uh, instead, takes a takes a roundabout way and manages to cut off Clethen. Is Clethen by himself? Clethen's home, right? Or no, he's here. Yes, uh, Clethen is Clethen is just entering the portal room. Uh, Ren says to him, and, and he looks he looks as you might expect as a man who's just given the order to accept this deal, where he's essentially giving up his kingdom. Kinda. So it's only half giving up his kingdom. A merger. I mean, it passes to his bloodline, but it's the bloodline on, it's the, a on the female takeover. side, which for a lot of bloodlines is not really well, the bloodline. For, in terms of decision making, his side of the bloodline won't make any decisions. <laughs> Unless what it is. it's his own marriage, in which case he doesn't make any decisions. Aurora declared so, bankruptcy. That, and they're his relationship up. with Aurora and how much Aurora ends up influencing the policy uh Oh, against the wheels, on against this one? his. She's uh, not there most of like. the time. He gets to make most of the decisions. But he runs the day to day efforts. But when but she writes. is there, and her uncanny ability to always get get her way, uncanny. is the only reason that he said yes because he has this hope that Seldy will have that same streak, and that despite Brevin holding all of the true power as the, the power king, behind the throne, that uh, that Seldy may yet do good. Be like her mother. Anyway, so he's entering the uh, the portal room. Ren enters after him and says, uh, "And says, King Blue Mantle, may I have a quick word with you? May I pour something in your ear?" He <laughs> <laughs> looks at Ren, which he never does. He doesn't even have his royal garb with him. Guard or garb? Guard. Both, uh, actually. He seems rather disheveled. Doesn't have his honor guard with him. Interesting. Which had to have been against his advisor's wishes in the time of war. Mm. Yep. He looks and he says, <coughs> really was all uh, What harm could it do? Ren says, <clears throat> He looks defeated, like completely defeated. Ren says, I know that we have had our differences in the past, but I feel that at this moment you and I are. Uh, of the same mind when it comes to this deal that is being uh, had, and as a good as and as an act of good faith, uh, and for you hearing me out, uh, I've brought a potion that should help you feel a little bit better. I notice you; it doesn't look like you've slept in days, and that you're not feeling well. Uh, and Ren pulls out his potion of vitality and hands it to him and says, uh, "One sip of this, and you'll you'll it'll pick you up quite a bit." Help you run that mile a little bit faster. He takes it. He holds it in his hand. It looks. He says, "You'll understand if I have my wizards inspect this before ingesting it." And says, "That's that. That's fine. That's your prerogative." And he says, "But uh, I would like to talk with you for just a moment about this deal." Because. The deal is done. There is no other option. My kingdom is about to fall. Ren says... You know that. She probably tells you everything. Ren he says, says... Not with a small hint of... Uh, bitterness. Of bitterness. Ren says... I will wait. I'm very hungry. What are you been cooking in there? Why is there salmon over Ow. there? Why are you reaching into a toaster? <laughs> Why are you doing it again? Ow. 
you get it? An implement. Otashi, why do you put up with these guys? Because of their warm laps. Yes. Ren looks and puts on his best game face and says to uh, Clethen, he says, I realize that is how they've made it sound, but I would like to offer an alternative solution to our current predicament, if you would hear me. Allow me to be the devil's advocate. Or just the devil. <laughs> I would be the devil. I'm an advocate for myself. Ren says, as far as I see it... My own advocate. I'd love to be a self-advocate. Yes. And Ren keeps it quiet, and they're standing... I mean, Ren's standing pretty close to him at this point, and is speaking in hushed tones, and says, as I see it, we need the armies of Estegund in order to preserve the integrity of your kingdom. However, I would... I would sooner begin my reign in hell right now than see Seldi marry into such a pompous and arrogant bloodline such as this and to see you and Aurora lose all that you have worked for. Believe it, it or not, I actually do care quite a bit about Seldi and the two of you. I know we have our differences, but you are Aurora's husband and she is one of my dearest friends and allies. So... The plan I offer is this. Let's say... Say... What's the prince's name? Revan. Revan. Like me, but for Brevin. What if Brevin were to... Have some sort of an accident tonight? And let's say that that accident happened to be at the hands of a... I don't know certain assassin from the country of Duropar. Uh, that could potentially, if harm fell, came to him, I could see that enraging the king in such a way that he unites to crush this now common enemy with the help of uh, a uh, okay. Olgarth, uh, essentially quelling the Duropar armies and getting Seldi out of the marriage contract. We would have to act fast since he demands answer in the next 20 hours. But I'm sure a, a king with your power could find a, a way to make this happen. And if you can't, surely the Nation of Thunderstrike could make this happen. Do we have a D? Ren says, and Ren says, I offer, I, I, I'm just throwing this out there as an alternative. And Ren then reaches into his... I'm also going to need your soul. Ren reaches into his robe and says, However, I have one... Th- I, I, I have one favor to ask. If you decide to go with this plan, I would ask that, if it's possible this may be utilized in order to uh, subdue, the, subdue young the young prince and hands Clethen the tiny vial of black stuff. Yeah. And what will this do? Subdue, 
said. Prince Killer Potion. He said. It says Prince Killer Potion. The young, arrogant prince will no longer pose any threat to your sovereignty. kingdom and your yeah sovereignty. Sovereignty. He says sovereignty. This will be the weapon. Serenity. Correct. He hands it back to Ren. Ren takes it. Right. <laughs> Ren, I mean, he, he drops it in Ren's oh, hand, and Ren continues to hold his palm out with it in his hand. Actually, what he does is he like he takes his um like one of his silks and like wipes the bottle and drops it on Ren's hand in a gesture of contempt. No, just removing any traces of his fingerprints. Oh, clever, clever. Doesn't want to have his fingerprints on some fucking prince poison. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You got me to touch it. That was the whole point, huh? Use this gun to kill some. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I will wipe my fingerprints off. It's all the same to you. <laughs> In, I guess, a refusal? Ren just stands there waiting to hear what he says. This can be interpreted. The king, the king is you do it. staring at the ground, and he's thinking hard and long. I'm trying to think here. How would that actually work? So you're you're saying if you killed, like, I'm saying if you kill the prince uh-huh. and make it look like Duropard did it. Uh huh. So Astigan might enter the war with us as an alliance, but exactly. maybe probably not under the same conditions as it would pre previously. The practice of starting war, which is a long going tradition. Correct. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be the whole unification thing, but they'd probably be an ally. Yeah, under different circumstances. Yeah, we get to kill a kid. <laughs> Don't forget that. I feel like we're not seeing. There is always the silver lining after marriage murder. Plan. So we have to not that Aurora. Said you guys it. aren't there right now. Hey. Not that Aurora I'm said it. Although I'm telling you. I mean, the king might die. Old king may die. No son. That's easy. <clears throat> And it would be impossible if this would come back on me, or Aurora, or even Thunderstrike. Oops, yeah. As far as <laughs> it's not we'll cross person. that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> Thunderstrike, as I know the Clethen Royal Guard have, that are very skilled in this type of matter. The, uh, the odds of it coming back uh, traceable to us are very, are very slim. This is not the first time... Very slim is not acceptable. I need a guarantee. Guarantee it. <laughs> I promise your best I will never die. So <laughs> um. <laughs> now Ren's thinking about this. Could this actually come back to burn my ass if we did get caught and then we would be fucked? It sound like <laughs> so a I hadn't thought that far ahead. Uh 
talk about it back across that? No, that's traitorous. Ren says, I'm quite confident that it will not come back. He's coming just short, just short of confidence. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you guys aren't here. I kept quiet with your bullshit. Sorry, sorry. Keep quiet. Say what you want. Though. Come on, man. We're the peanut gallery. We say shit. He's thinking that. <laughs> Don't sway him. What? Don't do it. Got a guarantee. I cannot accept this. I cannot accept this. The retribution might be. Then he turns to walk away. Yeah, if it went back on Olgarth, you then they would have Durapar and, and Estegun. <laughs> Ren says, Ren says, I just want to be clear. You do not accept this, or let's see how does he put it. You do not accept this, or we never had this conversation. He says, I am not authorizing this plan. Without a guarantee. Oh, without a guarantee. You got one step there. Guaranteed. Just guaranteed. Is that Kevin talking? That's Brevin. That's the Crimson Stone Rod talking. The Crimson Stone Rod's like, the evil rock floats by. I guarantee that it will not come back on you. You. Mm. Being the opportunity. Just make it happen. And one more thing. Aurora must never find out about this. Of course. If she does, it is you that will find yourself ingesting a potion against your will. And then he walks to the teleportation circle and leaves. Yeah, I would I would leave pretty quick after that. He's quite okay. blunt, that that Ren then. Uh, what? So wait, we're, we're just gonna. So Ren then poisons Brevin. It's done. You guys, it's like, what? You guys, yeah, you guys don't know any of this. Oh, stuff. So then Ren turns and comes back to the room, right as Osino is coming in with the contract to report. Got your potion, did you? Yeah. See how much better I feel now. <laughs> I finally had a good reason to go and ingest that that potion of vitality I've been saving. Uh-huh. I had to put up with enough bullshit from that king. God, it's I need to, something it's strong. It's enough to turn anyone's stomach, I, I agree. I need something strong. <laughs> well, then let's go sign those papers. Hugh's passive insight is nowhere, is nowhere near enough to get through Hugh's Aurora, or Ren's bluff. Aurora's so Ren gets back basically when you guys are finished talking to Selby. Insight 35. But <clears throat> when... Uh, Ren's always hiding something from her, so... <laughs> when... You guys are done speaking to Seldy. Seldy, we go back. Ren comes back. Mm-hmm. It's all nice and nice and blended back together. Or the time streams have realigned. So you're wanting to go sign the papers right now? Well, that was her plan. She no. she, Ren- she talked to Seldy and and got the best she could hope for, which was furious child. Ren, uh... Clethen never even heard his own daughter screaming at her, so... Ren says... Ren says, I would suggest not rushing into the signing of this uh, contract right now. Perhaps... uh, He's given us a day. Perhaps we dine with him tonight, uh, enjoy some entertainment together. If you're going to be ruling with this family... (laughs) You may as well get to know them a bit, and 
this will give us time to perhaps think of other alternatives. Not to appear too eager, then. Correct. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. This is, uh... I just want to to be done with this whole affair. Mm. It's quite irritating at this point. But I see wisdom in what you say. The agreement does seem fair as it's put forth. Did you have any terms specifically you had considered? Uh, Hasten says, well, he says, always look for a better deal. It's the principle of negotiation. We are not Durparian here. That's the words of those fortune-seeking traitors. I with see their constant greed. I mean, well, let's be honest. So, Jason says, it's this, they de- <coughs> this deal may be honest, but it is in no way favorable to. It's favorable to all the worlds, in that it gets me closer to what I need. To fulfill this damn prophecy slash portending of the future. Hasten looks Is that up, not enough? Hasten looks at Brad as he says, I have very little stake in the future of Olgarth and Nistagund. But you have a stake in the future of the world. He says, as you, as you say, that future has been served. And so I would just as soon have this over with than squabble over what in the grand scheme of things are very minor trifling matters such as where's the capital or what do we get out of it a better deal perhaps would be worth the time otherwise if we were not talking about the state of reality if it's to go through I would make a point of confirming that uh, the two young children are to live in Olgarth in your household as opposed to theirs as it says Says, we do not have to talk a moment longer, but I must say, your words come across as very callous and cold to the nation that you claim to rule. Could Brevin be raised, taught? Anything other than what he knows? He's 13, there's. It's a little not bit late, but I'd, there's still time. It's not something I'd gamble on. I think it's destined to become evil, I think. Killing him is preemptive strike. Like, killing. Him, not forth, right? I don't know. I don't know if I even really care if I seem callous at this point. I have to do something. I'm going to get it done. As there is time for talking, if you will take it. Oh, of course, I'll, I'm always willing to talk, but I just don't want to jeopardize what tenuous agreement we already have by insulting them with more. <laughs> Demands. It doesn't have to be a demand. This is a negotiation. So far, they are the ones who have made demands. <sighs> this, is, this is this is negotiation to improve our position, your position, the position of your country. I don't know what else to ask for. So, if you have some kind of the residence. Yes, yes, I have children. acknowledged this. But beyond that... Perhaps give Seldy well, no. time to have her adventures. Well, and set the marriage date Of course, they, they, they won't marry until... 
she is of age. Until she's of age, which would be in... Which, in your country, is... is hey, the contract, as it is currently written, Osino says, has them marrying uh, within a fortnight. It is what? to secure the agreement. Send her to the dark world. <coughs> Perhaps more time. I'll fix that, then. You didn't say that. Because there are many details we could go over. It will take some Oh, this is tedious. Time. The affairs of nations is often tedious, yes. You see now why I declined your offer to rule a province. <laughs> I thought you were just afraid of responsibility. The bandits. <laughs> the bandits. <laughs> and the wolves. They're quite vicious in the outer provinces. There are many reasons. Can we? He was like, "If you like, I could go over all of the details with you, and we could discuss a counteroffer that I believe would be accepted." Fine, let's do that then. He says, "Very well." She rubs her temples. He says, "This will be a long day." He sits down <laughs> it's with the documents in front of Aurora. Long day. You are going all over dismissed. the nitty-gritty details. Did she say you were all dismissed? Yes, but not in a... <laughs> she's saying it sarcastically, like... Like... There, y- there you go. Clearly this is rubbing off on her, and it's not good. So, she's... She's imitating the king. Eric, off my daughter. <clears throat> not telling my husband, and... Now you guys are all dismissed. Get out of here. Hey, go sir. back to your rooms. Already <laughs> gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am your friend. If you need advice, please ask. It's always appreciated. You can stay if you want. I guarantee. I would rather gouge out my eyes that are no longer existent. <laughs> she she knew in. he was going to reply <laughs> with that. Gouge them out. But if you need my assistance, I am willing. Eh. What I need is a good strong drink. They drank all the wine. I know, but I don't like the wine that they like. I find it distasteful. After some minutes, a cask of Cormirian ale. Hmm. Good enough. It comes from Cormir. If it's Suzale, I'll take it. It is Suzale. Good. I'll say no, as we knew what you needed. It's not as strong as Dwarven Ale. Which is rubbing alcohol. Which is rubbing alcohol. No, it's What does dark. Ren do? We're innocently, innocently <laughs> unaware. Ren. Why is this happening? Ren pours himself a small glass, for he does not imbibe alcohol that often. Oh, so he's staying in the room. When everyone else leaves. Because this was after. Are you still in the room with Aurora and Osano, who is going over paperwork? Uh, She's well, not. Yeah, the devil said, is in the details. Yeah, because you said that I could go over the paperwork still yep. with you guys. She so Ren sticks around for a few minutes. Alright. If it's okay. It's fine. Aurora's just in terrible spirits right now, so... It's not like you could make her day any worse. Yeah, legalese and spellbooks are not so different. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Ren... Ren has a small glass Ren of goes, Suzanne. I've, I've had a, yeah. an illumination. Yeah. Ren, Ren has a small glass of Suzanne and says, eh, you guys got this. And then takes off. Aurora just weighs her hand. 
All right. While Aurora is painstakingly going over the details, what is everyone else up to that's important, Ren? Uh, I'm going to go and have Hugo first. Ren's Ren's still working at details. Ren's still working at details. Um... Hugh calls up uh, Seldy on the stone. Asks if she's there. She doesn't answer. She doesn't answer. Nope. Okay. That's potentially good or bad. Um, he just says, if you're listening, if you want to talk, I'll be available for the next few hours. Cuts it off. And what is Hasten up to? <clears throat> That's not important right now. Yeah. Um, if hide it, don't let Sam read it. I have <laughs> the most. <laughs> I'm a, you need to hold eyes. your cards close to my your <laughs> yeah. chest. You eyes. He's already seen it. A dozen times. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Sam actually thought before Greg started writing. I just <laughs> eat it. Um, uh, Hasten <coughs> begins to pace the deck. He's a little bit more restless. I mean, I guess he's just a little bit more wary when there are other important dignitaries on board. Uh, I, I would I would guess that most of the quorum has a pretty strong sense of a home here, and uh, just feels more like pacing. It's when he feels. With the need to move when, when other kind of uh, kind of forces are are here, and uh, he takes some time, kind of keeping keeping out of the way of <coughs> any of uh, Nazir's entourage. You know, kind of hearing signs a little bit of their revelry is distasteful to him. Whether it be like body drinking and kind of calling, you know. Of course, there are a certain contingent of women on board willing to service the needs and and the pleasures of whoever may be there at the moment and kind of overhearing their kind of raucous uh, times just kind of wrinkles his nose and kind of stays in the, the clear the clear and the kind of sharp mindset that Hasten is known for and he calmly and silently paces paces the decks for for some time as as the uh, the contract is reviewed and, and the counteroffer is prepared and uh Someone who kind of stays focused, he finds that he's, he's more and more these days staying focused in the moment, having lived so long kind of anticipating the day of his confrontation with, uh, with Zahar, and uh, not having kind of that looming over his head, he feels like he is, he is kind of more awake than he has been in the past, and he, he pays attention to kind of sights and sounds like he hasn't before, and he, he waits. He waits for what, what is to come. Your looming date with the Reaper has passed. It is. And now, what lies in the future? Well, there is none, so there's only the present for him at the moment. And he spends it facing the deck. Brightest goes on a ghost hunt. <laughs> <laughs> he has a net. <laughs> goes into his house and uh, starts looking around for these ghosts. <laughs> Slashing the sheets. 
fix all the that sheets wall. with holes in Wife of Brandis is not in the estate. She is staying at the nicest room available. Like, the sixth nicest room, because King Nazir is here. Mm. And even with how loud Wife of Brandis is, she wasn't able to say that she was more important. Although, she tried. She was assigned the sixth nicest room. Brandis knows how she's going to feel about that. When she comes back from her hotel stay. She would have had five nicer than I'm going to have to kill, like, eight halflings. No, six for each one for each of those. There's a method. And then I will log them in my catalog. <laughs> the enemies that cost my wife a night's sleep. That could have been five times better. Would you actually kill the halflings or do you just like have them removed from the ship and just like, look, I killed them? Rope them all together, one throw of a lasso, and push them over. <laughs> and you gave them a feather fall potion as well. While Brandis searching the estate for the ghosts, he does. In the corner of his eyes, every once in a while. But remember, Brandis is really good at a couple things. Swinging a sword, mm. not dying. <laughs> Spotting things out of the corner of his eyes. That's really a couple searching. of things. Just two things. Uh, you know, not, as, not necessarily his forte. Still better than most men. Shop is help, helping also. He's going into the other side of the house and banging the pots and pans hoping to drive them towards Brandis. Where he awaits with his drawn sword. <laughs> and net. There's only once that Brandis sees a full-on ghost head pop out of the, the ceiling you know, from the second story. Look down and look right at Brandis. And he just sticks his tongue out. Brandis takes a swing at the tongue and face. And Brandis slices a chandelier in two. Shall we have to remake that? That was a nice one. Those are crystallized dragon's tears. That was your favorite (laughs) shit. Chandelier. And (laughs) it takes quite some time, and he's just having trouble tracking these guys down. I imagine the Kachuna move. Are the... Is the the King of Estagon staying on the ship? Is that where his quarters are? Or he is he staying in the castle? Yes. Okay. He stay, yeah, yeah. He, he remember he wanted to be yeah, I just entertained just, and, and etc. So they are they are potentially doing anything. Well, he like, said entertained and stuff. I didn't know if that meant on Thunderstrike or he was like we were just meeting yeah, here. He was going to be staying. No, it was a castle. long trip to get <laughs> here on his flying carpets because that's how he chooses to travel royally. Uh, and now he's staying in the Thunderstrikes, like I said, the nicest rooms. And you know, line women in song. And, yeah, everything. Everything you can imagine that they might want, they are... Uh, Spectacle. They are getting the, anything the Thunderstrike can drugs. buy. Drugs. I mean, they're also Lots a flying vessel, so maybe they're doing something related to that. Uh, yeah. all, all sorts of options. So... Yes, it will make noise. And what does Ren do? That was just ridiculous. Ren. Ren goes to... Ren retires to his room uh, and uses... Ren has a portal that he uses to get back and forth to Avernus. For he still has to keep... I mean, despite being a member of Thunderstrike, he has other priorities and other bosses as well that require his attention from time to time. Ren passes through the portal and finds himself 
in his private chambers within Avernus and quickly summons his elite guard um, as uh, as soon as he gets there. Um, and as he as he uh, as he awaits their arrival, he uh, he begins to dictate a letter to it's just a it's just a paper it's like it's just a floating pencil that's writing the paper so it's it's not in his hand or anything like that it's just correct um as he's dictating this letter a knock comes at the door and four of four of Avernus's most elite devil soldiers enter Ren looks them over and uh, looks to one in particular. He's a he's not large like the others. Uh, he's not muscular and you know wielding a huge broadsword and, and stuff like that. He's a smaller individual and um, darker. And he says, Borak. You stay. The rest of you are, di- are dismissed. And as they leave, Ren explains to him that he has a mission for him. This mission is going to involve the... Uh, not the assassination, but the... Uh, he, he is to... And Ren pulls out the vial from his cloak and says that he is to give this to the Prince of Estegund, whether by... It's probably going to be by force. <laughs> so... Um, he knows how Borak works. <laughs> yeah. By force, and that he is to leave this note when the job is complete. Uh, they go into different... They go into details as to how this is going to happen, at which time Ren passes back through the portal with... Uh, the devil assassin in tow uh, and now that they're back in his room so is everybody having dinner and entertainment and stuff yet? Mm-hmm. It's up to you. What's going on? Okay, so at this point uh, everybody's at dinner. There's entertainment going. Uh, yeah. Uh, shows, dancing, music, the whole, the whole nine yards. And Ren looks to him and says, The time is now. As Ren leaves his room to go to the festivities, the devil assassin, being a shadowy figure, creeps through the halls of Thunderstrike to the prince's room. It's not very far from Ren's room. Um, And slips in and hides beneath the bed. Oh, God. <laughs> so creepy. Is there a chance of Hasten, who is patrolling the decks, to be aware of this assassin? <coughs> Greg. <laughs> is there a chance... I, I heard your question. Oh, good, cool, I didn't know. You're up, on, you're up on deck? He was patrolling the, all the decks. I 
previously mm. specified this. Which one makes me dead? I'm just saying. This is his house. I'm not saying he does. I'm saying is there a chance that he does? Uh, yeah, sure. It certainly should be. I think so. Should I roll about that? Or what? How do you want to handle that? Should be uh. Rolio. Roll Ren's best skill. Okay. Against uh, against something appropriate for Hasten. Perception. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would have to be. Do I get bonuses or just a raw roll? Skills, skill, okay. skill check. I know, but like, can I blow a daily? It's <laughs> no. under the bed. Yeah, it's it's gonna be no con. I mean, if it's perception, then it's no contest. It's only a fifteen. I, Ren's best skill on a one will be him with a twenty. Um. What? Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, just... I wanted to, like, roll a d100 and say there's a 5% chance of him getting him, seeing him or something? I don't know. I, I don't what it makes sense, roll a 20. I mean, I would go, uh... I mean, how good is this guy that runs hiring? He's pretty... He's, like, one of the top guys. That's... He so took... spending money on this. He took... No, he's my employee. Yeah, he's the best in Avernus. The best in one of the circles of hell. Yeah. He's really good. Nice. Yeah. He's not as good as Hasten. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, I got a... Well, he's under Ren. I got a 48. Yeah, like I said, like I said, you can roll a 1. A 14. Give me your, uh, give me the perception roll. Okay. Uh, roll the natural 18. Mm-hmm. And the overall total is going to be 31. And what'd you get? 48. Cool. Yeah, I like Ethan. Doesn't like blindly go by like nobody here. He's looking around. So Ren, if you want me to flavor this, Hasten, Hasten uh, doesn't notice anything uh, overtly, overtly enough to raise any concerns. But Hasten will remember this moment as uh, he will remember this moment later. Okay. Uh, the party continues. The festivities uh, keep happening. Does the does the king of Estagun and the prince? They do. I mean, do we want to flavor what we're doing at the party or anything like that, or you just want me to keep going? You tell me. This is your story. So, what do you guys do? What What are you guys doing at the party? Aurora is chatting quite elegantly with the now tipsy king. Vizier. She he knows. Lets, how, he lets himself drink a bit, huh? She she knows how to work a a, a person who's been uh, under the influence, and uh, just is regaling him with various stories, both real and fictional. Actually, she tells some of Brandis's stories because Brandis is either busy or not telling them for some reason. But she always kind of like leaves the unpleasant bits out, you know. Like the time that he pretended to be a prince and, uh, you know, like uh, infiltrated royal society. She leaves that particular story out. Yeah. If that's the unpleasant stuff. No, 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 no. That's the one that she definitely leads out. There are others. But that one in particular, she remembers not to tell that one. But she's she's totally trying to distract herself from the child stewing in her room that she knows is still a problem. Well, in Ozark. 
Yes, but it's weighing on her mind. Yeah. It's not outside of her mind. Usually it is, but this time not. Hugh uh, told that Sully that he would make himself available, and he had no desire to really attend the uh, festivities anyway. Uh, so he's spending time in the portal area on his little archery range, just shooting arrows, killing time, uh, being available if Sully calls. is not at the party. He uh, thinks it's ridiculous for people to really go there when they don't want to be to associate with these guys that are just, you know, unpleasant people. Brandis! Brandis very just, unpleasant. Just avoids people he doesn't want to hang out with. So he, uh... He must be nice to have that luxury. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could just kill people we don't like. Let's say it's you know. amazing. Uh, <laughs> Brandis is, uh, continues his ghost-busting adventures. Busting makes him feel good. What can I say? Yeah. Plus, you know, it's incredibly, like, time-consuming. I mean, uh, you probably doesn't even notice the party's really going on. It's like, is it supposed to be? I don't know. If I was chasing ghosts, I would probably lose track of time to miss a party. Yeah. All right, so he's not at the party. We're starting to set the scene of the party mainly here. Okay. So no one's here. You're Just there. Aurora and all the guests. His entire entourage. And Hasten's stalking about somewhere. Yes. Do you want us to care at the party? Uh, okay, yeah. It's fine. No, she's just... She feels a bit alone. Yeah. But she knows that they don't want to be there, and she would never ask them to be there uh, against their will. So... They ask to be entertained. Yes. And it's yeah. not like a party to Brandis. No, it's it's not. And so, she's got really good entertainment. because so learned to be stealthy. He's like, like Asher and Latano are doing acrobatics because they love to freaking do that. And yeah. there's a near, you know, near injury to one of the guests as they, like, almost blow the person's head off yeah, with their like, fire tricks. There's, like, eight halflings in a small box. You know, they're, they're contortions. There's a magic trick, too. Yeah. Yeah. Watch as I, I saw this halfling in half. Oh. It's going to be a quadling. <laughs> I love the quad legs. <laughs> Alright, so. The uh, jokes fall pretty flat. He's not a very funny uh, magician. So the party goes on fairly late into the evening, and by the time it, it starts to wind down, everybody has definitely had their fair share of, uh, of mead and Suzale and everything, including. Like including. The young prince. Um, as everybody begins to head back to their quarters, the prince uh, makes his way into his room. It is a. It's a pretty decadent room, actually. I mean, Ren didn't want to do it, but. But Aurora definitely made sure that all of our most posh. Uh, decorations were put out in these guys' rooms for them. Really fancy. Um, Spare notes. And the prince lays down to go to sleep. Tucked in by his nanny. In the middle of the night, the... What? You gonna say something? No, no. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. (laughs) A perfect suspense! Keep going. In the middle of the night, when everything is silent, uh, 
the devil assassin crept out from underneath the bed, silently unscrewed the vial, and simply didn't even have to force it into... Didn't even have to force it down the boy's throat. Remember, it was smoky. He simply dumped it over his face, and the boy inhaled it. At which time, the boy, the young prince, started to thrash about in his sleep and, con- and convulse. But not, not actually dying, though. The devil then... The devil then left the note or left the letter on the bedside table and slipped out the door. Lulled her apart. And then screams from the prince's room. The screams of a woman constantly wakes everybody up. Echoes throughout the ship. The king comes rushing in. You said he's not... What, what are you saying? When is really he? He's not dead, right? He's not dead. He's, okay, so explain to me what, what this is. So everybody gets in there then. So, so the he's king been, gets in. He's not he's allowing been, anyone so else in. And everybody what... Sees, no one's there. What used to be a very attentive and... Uh, vibrant? Whippersnapper, vibrant young lad is now Michael. just a blubbering... Uh, shell of what used to be a vibrant human being. He's essentially been struck dumb. I mean, he's and can't do. Physically, he's still physically physically he's still there. He's just now. He's been cognitively. His his brain has been fried. Evolved. Yeah, his brains are fried. Oh man. That's in the bed along with that is the woman who was screaming. She's not in the bed. In the bed. Well, I mean, she was, but she got up and is holding the sheets over her. A woman that he had taken home from the party to Wait, his... the prince? He's 13. He's 13. Yeah, yeah. he's 13. Yeah. That's how they He's also the prince. <laughs> he starts wanting it. And when much... he snaps his fingers and says, you, come with me, she does. You. <laughs> the king... Rips the sheets from her and literally kicks her out of the room, and says, "Detain her. She has uh, she has poisoned the prince." As uh, as his royal guard take them away, and then now there's commotion of thunderstrike coming. All of you can arrive as you see Nazir is holding the note. Brandon shows up. Still in his ghostbusting outfit. shows up. <laughs> it's mostly pots and pans. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Great Scott! Uh, what, is Rowena, what, what is going on? Or is b- pulling on her armor as she's she, talking to Rowena. Kind of, she starts holding people, holding people back. She says, she says, be careful now. We have to find out what's and like. She's Do trying I need to my hammer? People at bay. She's still blurry. I kind of blurry. contact Buren immediately. Yeah, Buren. We'll expertise. Ruina Buren too. is already there, like pushing himself to the front. But King Nazir is shouting for everyone to stand back. Well, we're gonna solve this. Just Your Majesty, this is our chief physician. If you allow him to attend your son, he may be able to help. There's none better in all the kingdoms. Now, to it. Get to it. Unless you yourself know how to aid him, I would allow him by. He gestures as his honor guard 
step to the side as Buren rushes into the room and he says, This is an act of war from Estagon. And let me see... Uh, from Estagon? From... <clears throat> God! <laughs> very emotionally. Look! Shut up! This is an act of war from Durapar! Let me see that. Ura snatches the note from him. She reads it! He says, That woman, she was sent a spy! Yeah. Is that what the note says? Ura peruses the note. What is the note? Uh, say? The note says... The parchment. The note says... The union between Olgarth and... Estegund is an act of war and does not frighten us. Durpar will conquer you both. I think it says after, and it says something along the lines too of when we have torn down the walls of Olgarth, rest assured, the, rest assured, Estegund will follow shortly. Uh, Hugh contacts right out. Um, Great. Ship is on full alert. We have an assassin <coughs> on board. Our security has been breached. I want everyone awake and alert. Contact Stoila. Get whatever devices she has. I want this guy captured. Yes. No one murders anyone on my ship. He should be taken alive if possible. There are klaxons. What's that? Sounding throughout the ship. The uh, the magnitude of which has only been used one time before in Thunderstrike's history, and that was one it was under full assault from the Raven Queen's spirits. Lovely. Get freed up here as soon as possible. I want her to cast the ritual of seeing. I want to see exactly ah, what happened room. in this room. The room vision. You can cast that. That one that lets us see what happened in the room. We can do that ritual. The, uh, yes. the king says, Yes, we will use all the resources. You have allowed an assassin to, uh, to come on board. Absolutely not. And like, you can see that the king is just kind of distraught looking, and he's like looking back at uh, Buren and says, and says, what can you do? What has been done? As Buren says, I must work. And just gestures for him to leave him alone. Which the king does not like. I'm sorry, king. You must give him space. Come with me. And she leads him back to his room, hopefully where his attendants will placate and soothe him. If we're chasing the murderer Hugh is in the room And he is I mean there's too many people around But he is using his full faculties To detect anything Any clues he may be able to see Yes full faculties Aurora interrogates the faculties (laughs) So Aurora is interrogating uh, The woman The woman first Because she was closest to the King Nazir has taken the woman Hey I'm going to talk my way right into that conversation. King Nazir, uh, King Nazir has ordered the woman taken back for interrogation in his own kingdom. Well, he's not, she's not gone yet. Correct. No one is leaving or entering the ship until this is resolved. Aurora's getting a hold of this girl. Shake her down for him first. first. That's also, Osino's on that. But she wants to look her in the eye. Aurora recognizes her. As? A barmaid that works aboard Thunderstrike. Oh. <laughs> the response. I thought you were some, Damn. you know, hireling for this night. This is. I'm very disappointed in you. She's you thought she you was a She served you, Suzanne. That's why I recognize her face. I'm so confused. Anyway, she. That doesn't matter now. If she's an assassin, she's an assassin. Are you an assassin? You can be honest with me. <laughs> She says, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't 
anything. I I I was I was in the I was in the prince's room. Don't believe her. Insight check. Go ahead, roll your insight check. <laughs> Are you just as a little bit? You, you believe her. So yeah, I, well, I rolled a really nice roll. She so. seems to be t- completely telling the truth. She at least <clears throat> believes she didn't. King Nazir strides out and he says, "She is my prisoner." She says she will be taken to uh, she will be taken to the prisons in. Estagund. Not Drifor. <laughs> nice try. There, there is no need. She is not the killer. He says, Well, that clears that up. He says, Do not listen to her. And the honor guards continue to drag her into, I, onto one of the ships. Your Majesty, I must. No. Yes. No Do one it. is leaving the ship until we have this matter resolved. Indeed. He says, This is my son who has. Uh, this is my son who has been. Poisoned. And I recognize that, sir, and this is our kingdom, and a murder has occurred here, and no one will be leaving until it is resolved. We have, what's that word? Jurisdiction. We have jurisdiction on this. I assure you that it will be very brief, but for the matters of security, we cannot allow anyone to leave. The king. It very well may be one of your own guards. Hasten adds. Or nods fervently at that. This is more relevant. He looks to hasten and says, "Investigation, just if." And then to you, you are looking at a high justiciar of Bahamut. There's no one greater qualified to solve this and bring true justice. (laughs) She holds up her badge, which she does have. A justiciar badge. So good at PR. Very well. Your wisdom is just. Your wisdom is. Prudent. Prudent. Certified. Certified. My new word, instead of diplomacy. He says, your investigators will work alongside, uh, work alongside my, uh, my advisors. Yes, Absolutely. but we're heading it. <laughs> Just to share. If my advisors are at all unhappy with the thoroughness of your investigation, they, won't they will be? take order. They will take over. Absolutely. And then he strides away. Aurora feels much better. Brandis wants to talk to Stoila. Fine, talk to Stoila. You're on Stoila duty. Brandis says, Stoila, how did Assassin get it on the ship? She says, Where are our defenses? I thought they were improved beyond the capabilities they were Impregnable, before. you said. Impregnable! impregnable. <laughs> they, they, they are impregnable. This, it doesn't make any sense. Impregnated. Have there been any attempted teleportations in the last 24 hours? I could look through the the the, the logs of the t- the teleportation uh, of the teleportation room now, Stoila. Right now. Get to it, woman. She runs off. Double time, double time. And Ren, make with the ritual. We need what to know what happens exactly in is this it that room. What ritual The ritual of seeing what happens. The ritual what of happening seeing. in the room. Yeah. It is a ritual where you can see what happened in the room. And we're casting it right. How long has it been since this? Since we rushed in? I don't know. Like. Half an hour? The kid started screaming, kind of like after he was. Yeah, it's, tri- it's trivial to. Uh, I know that, but. Okay, so Ren casts the ritual, and. So, as the advisors pour into uh, the room, Buren has moved. Uh, has moved. Uh, the prince? The prince, Brevin. Prince Brevin. Uh, Brevin, to his medical suite. facility. Sweet. And. Uh, and now the room is being like stood guard by uh, some of the highest 
the highest guards of Thunderstrike as well as the uh, as well as the top honor guards of Durpar. Standing across from each other. That's against Flex. As the advisors and Aurora and Rand and anyone else going in there? Brandis uh, is going to go absolutely. Hugh and Brandis. Hastenism feels very. I mean, it's a huge room because this is this is the prince's room, so it was like, it's like a suite. the second nicest it's another room. Suite. It's like, it's like a gigantic suite. Penthouse suite. Penthouse suite. I'm there. As you all enter, a bunch of windows, and they all look to Ren to perform this ritual. Come on, Ren. Ren begins to perform the ritual. How the ritual, however, I mean, you can't. Ren explains to him and says, "Okay, I'll do it." But we've been standing in here for a while now. I can only go back so far. How far? I say, nonsense! We'll bring our wizards in, they can go back hours. I mean, I he says, if you do not have the skill to do this, we'll bring in our own resources. Come on, then. Okay, so Ren does it, and it just shows... Well, no, okay, so Ren casts so the Ren ritual. So Ren casts the ritual, and you see... And what is Ren attempting to do with this ritual? Are you trying to fool them? What kind Ren's... of spell are you casting here? Ren is, is your... showing what the room looked like inside the room. I mean, it's basically like you now a see, recording. yeah, like a, a, a security <laughs> camera essentially <laughs> of the room. Okay, so <laughs> you see the room. It pans though, and it pans uh, away from the, the prince and then pans back. Are you actually going to show what happened? Because you you have That's the ability what I'm to show what, what, what are you? What is are you going to show that? Are you going to try to do something else? No, it's going to show what happened. Okay, okay. it's going to show show the truth. It shows a cloaked figure. Figure. Oh, in the dark, was cloaked. slide out from under the bed, and you can't, oh. I mean, it just shows, you guy. can't see what happens, you just see him crouching, see over, him crouching over the prince. Oh, the egg was all wrong! Well, no, you can move around in this, uh, in this vision. I mean, but it's, it's just like a masked brief. face or something? And then, and then he... No mask? And then he slips out. Putting down on the thing. They say, it was not the woman... Not the woman. See, she's laying there innocently, just as I said. And then she gets up screaming. And as see, look, she's very distraught as well. So she's thrashing around. She then sits up screaming and gets out of bed and repeats the whole thing. It's a very horrific sight. I mean, the guy's being like, it's not a slow process to do whatever is being done to him. Oh, truly horrible. What fiend could have done? Can we go back to see to the time when he entered the room? Yes. Surely there's a scene. Uh, it just, it's... Again, that's too as, cloaked. That's as far back... I mean, we're talking hours. We were at that party for a long time. It goes time. back hours. You and, can see up to a few days with this ritual. Yeah, they say, as I said, our wizards will come in. Your resources are clearly uh, are clearly not powerful enough. Well, if somebody wants to assist cautious. me, I can see if I can go back farther. We'll send, uh, we will send for our ritual here. masters. And one of them leaves the room to go inform the king. All right. Well, we'll get to the bottom of this. Did you see anything interesting in the recording, Hugh? Uh, what do your perceptive abilities give you? I was wearing a cloak. He came out from under the bed, and Hugh checks under the bed to yes, see if there's any there's residue, bed. tracks, anything like that. Trace elements. You can tell by kind of the way the dust is disturbed, there was definitely... Someone under here. Someone under there that matches, that matches the. Uh, a cloak was definitely here at some point. Okay. Poison. Any visible tracks possible at all? I mean, there's been tons of people in here at this point, so it'd be yeah, difficult. Yeah, people have moved in and out. You can uh, you can see where the tracks have come into this room. So, given the timeline of what happened, does Hasten remember where can he was? Can we see he de- does the cloaked figure depart? Departs the room? Yes, leaves. 
uh, in the vision. Oh no, yeah. Selby! Yeah, leaves the room. Okay. Aura quickly goes to the speaking zone. Clevin! Clevin, wake up! Wake up! Wake up now! Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Speaking don't connect to Clevin. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. There's one in his office. Wake up, wake up. The red phone. He's in his room, unfortunately. The, the red, red phone Who's going to pick it up at 4 a.m.? Is it going to be Clevin? Aurora's worried that Sully has been assassinated. She needs to know. An advisor. Uh, an advisor picks up the line. What is it? What is it, Queen Aurora? You need to check Seldy right away. Uh, okay, check yes. Now, right now. This is the queen, by the way. Hello. She said you, sorry, sorry to wake you up at such, a, such an early hour. No, go. I was already awake. Okay, I'll check Seldy. <coughs> and, and get my husband on the line. The king. The king of, of Olgarth. That's him. Get him on the line, too. The king responds, I wasn't sleeping. What is up? What is up, indeed? Is Seldy safe right now? says, yes, yes, she's asleep in her Do, room. Have you seen her? Have you looked at her recently? Yes, I'm looking at her right now. And she's fine? Yes. Poke her, just make sure. She's sure awake, she's, she's looking at me. All Hi. her, facu- all her yes. faculties intact? <laughs> Hi! She's not quite convinced yet. All right. Don't tattle! <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. Huh? I don't know what you're talking about, What is Selby. she talking about? What, are you, what are you talking about? I was just checking because Brevin is dead. She was asking you... Brevin is dead? What? I mean, I think he's dead. He's, he's, he's messed up. <laughs> oh, wow. this, is just, this is just the weirdest conversation. <laughs> Aurora, how did you, you get your head on straight? How did you ever become queen? No, like this is because like, of it's these like a, it's and like these. A bad, it's like a bad prank phone call. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Radio call. Is your refrigerator running? Dead. No, not. You should right. probably go catch it. <laughs> Click. Dead like in trouble. <laughs> Shut up. She misspoke. She's. It's four a.m. <laughs> Distressed. She's distressed, okay? Cut her some slack. God. Now, she clarifies that what she means is that he's been attacked by forces unknown. He says, I will, I will wake everyone. We will put the highest guard on Seldy. Only those that we trust. Even those that we trust may be suspect. Be very I will stay careful. With her at all times. Don't put your. Even you might be careful, too. He says, we've already lost so much, we will not lose her. There's no and then he hangs up. Okay. He always does that. No, never goodbye or see you later. Just always, like, well, satisfied. No, I love you. You hang up first. No, you no, hang I up first. No, you hang up first. you hang up first. And, well, they were forbidden to do that with the speaking stones, because other people need to use the speaking stones. So, Aurora, satisfied that Seldy is at least not dead or in immediate danger, turns back to the issue of this Catching the killer of this ghastly act, this horrible ghastly act. Uh, from what you saw, because if he's still on the ship, there's still danger afoot. The king comes in to where you guys are talking. And he says, "What mockery is this? What mockery is what? What mockery?" He says, "I am told that we must send for our royal wizards to properly handle the investigation." You always say, "What Ren, mockery is this?" Ren I'm speaks not up and says. With all due respect, there is no need to send for your wizards. Your advisors Jump the gun. are quick to throw in opinions when opinions are not needed. warranted. Just, 
They are here to understand the limitations of what we can and cannot do, and they so, say that you are claiming that your power is far inferior to even one who has studied magic for three years. You're Ren's hand starts upset. shaking. He's upset. Ren's he's hand starts shaking sort of. and starts to heat up, and he's like, "With all due respect, sir." That always comes with later no respect. Please give us some space. Ren, I mean, Hugh is a little confused. Uh, he recalls Ren using this specific ritual to at least view back a couple of days when we uh, were ambushed by the gentleman in the spell-plagued area in Deep Amaskar. That's right. He says, this is your last chance. Says, just before I call this in, look. Uh, before I call in my Royal Investigative Committee. <laughs> the RIC. <laughs> the RIC has the no RIC. jurisdiction here. Justiciar law is and what we're going with. And goes back to his quarters. And you didn't say anything, so which means so it's true. So, given that they've already seen when the killer strikes, can, I mean, you said Hasten will remember the moment that he was, it's a moment, does he connect with where he's at on the ship when this happened? Yeah, Hasten. He, he Hasten remembers, he can picture where he's at. Is there anything significant Anything that comes to him based on, well, if he was here and I was where I was, then he must have gone XYZ path or something? He was definitely, there was definitely, you know, he's thinking back on it and what he had seen. You know, he's not, doesn't have necessarily the, the keenest eyes when it comes to, like, yeah. serving. It's not what he's... But can he rule out places that he was that the killer couldn't have been? Uh, so... Yeah, yeah he's able to, uh, he's certainly able to, to point towards a place where maybe they could look at... Um, uh, right. evidence. In that case, Hasten will lead a contingent yeah. and try to narrow down the killer's route. Yeah, Ren, if you can get back and at least find me a time of when the guy entered that room, it'll help me uh, eliminate possible signs of like, some idea sure, of when I'll tracks are. Okay. So, Ren uh, sits down and begins to mumble an incantation to himself and you see him kind of go into a trance as he is sitting there just staring at the floor. Storla Uh, comes running in interrupting the ritual. She's very rude. And says, I checked checked all the logs. There's nothing out of the ordinary. Just, uh, it looks like Seldy came. Yeah, briefly. And, (laughs) yes, and no one has come or gone since then. Clefton. Okay. And... Clefton. was before yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Um, Great. Or yeah, she. I mean, she goes back. She, she says, "I've looked through yeah. days." The the uh, says okay. the only way. I mean, <laughs> no unknown. Are there any other ways off the ship? I mean, I have not seen any vehicles or structures aboard. Uh, I guess if it could fly, it could have just dropped off the side. Or teleport. She says, teleport that we can't "The only ways on and off track. the ship that aren't tracked are your own private conveyances." Well, I don't great. have any of those personally. Ren, you're always popping off to Avernus. Damon has one. Damon has one of the Damon. Elemental Chaos. Aurora, do you have anything? Brandis? A what? Some way, other way, on and off the ship. Damon has it a was per- wife of Brandis. She snapped! A, a personal uh, <laughs> thing in his quarters that takes him to the Reductor. Yeah. yeah. No, Aurora just has the ship portal. Okay. And Raxus. I mean, she was really desperate, but that's not fast. 
Yeah. Yeah. We just walk off the ship. Yeah. And that's entirely possible that that's what our subject did. If if I were from Durapar and I was going to try and get someone off, teleportation could be tracked probably more easily with a fancy arcanist than just someone flying away. Hmm. Just dropping off silently, maybe. Well, are they really gone? Uh, check out Hugh... I don't know. Talk, my, talk, contacts to look at. So I'm asking if they've seen anyone exiting or exiting the Ren, entering or exiting the ship. Ren, Ren asks. Uh, Rowena says, "We will question everybody <coughs> thoroughly and humanely." So Ren continues ritual if he wants. Ren, Ren, you know your stuff. Go check out your portal. See if you can detect anyone entering or exiting that. I'll go check out um, Daemon's uh, area. Yeah, see if I can find any tracks. I'll get Frida to help me out. Uh, if, uh... I, I guess our tracks there, are like, not there. Beside you. She was clearly yeah. not asleep. Yeah. Like she ever is. If you go to the Reductor, Reductor will go to you. That's true. No one has really contacted go them. Go to the Reductor. Where's Daemon? No, no. Just He's just checking the portal. Like, so yeah. coming, he wants to come in. Okay. Alright. Just throwing that out. Red. Or Lincoln. What's up? Uh... Ren Ren asks for he says I mean because all these guys want him to do and Hugh's been been saying that we should do this and everything to get a longer time within the room yeah so Ren um, Ren to appease them, says, okay, and and does it, and you can see, um, and, and you all see it as the room goes dark once again. So he's doing it after Hugh leaves? Yeah, but yeah. the advisors, I mean, he's, sure. just tell him what he's and you just see, And you just see, again, the, the cloaked, I mean, you can't see his figure. face, figure, uh, enter the room, and yeah. slide under slide the bed. Under the bed. He had been there. Where does he enter the room through? Through the door. And he has been there for hours. The advisors say he slipped directly past the guards. Uh, the guards posted at the door. He says, we must question the guards. Most disturbing. There is some trickery at foot here. Ren says... This is a powerful assassin indeed. Ren says it amazes me that... Even within the vision... It's almost hard to... If we are not specifically looking at the door and watching it, I doubt I would have even noticed it open and close. Uh, this... This... Uh, this is an amazing piece of stealth work. <laughs> I'm very impressed with my... I mean... They say, you cannot clean up the vision at all. You're saying that there is magical protections at work here? He's saying, you can only Ren, see what you can see, Ren right? Ren says, yeah, I... S- <laughs> the guy was wearing a cloak. Yeah. <laughs> he had a cloak and a, and a thing around his face. You can't... I can't... I can't have x-ray vision. I mean, this is as clear as you're going to get. Even with your advisors. You bring in your wizards. I'll Pepsi challenge them. I, you're not so you're gonna, saying that there are no... Uh, that this assassin was not using magical protections against scrying. I... Says, we have witnessed ourselves clearer visions than this. Clearer? 
In what way are they unclear? He could very well have been, but this is... We are unable to look at the uh, look at the assassin's face. That should be the first thing we should be attempting. But we look, and it is shrouded in darkness. Well, maybe he has a darkness shroud on him. That is why we are asking your wizard, but he seems unable to answer. He is. He's just slow. <laughs> Ren looks the advisor straight. Hey, look at Aurora Lumen and look back to Ren. Ren looks the advisor straight in the eye and said, and says, your advisors or your wizards will get no clearer uh, vision than what I have just shown you. Mark my words and gets a 43 bluff. They say, very well. Let us move towards tracking down where this assassin went. Aurora's on that. By telling you to check the room. room. With Frida, finds that there's no evidence that Damon's room has even been entered in the last over a fortnight. Well, probably exactly a fortnight. Yeah. Not that that makes me feel any better. Not a fortnight, that's the wrong word. Ten day. Yeah. Can't the assassin be attracted room by room? Like, there's no reason we don't have to do just the ritual in this one room, right? Absolutely. Like, we can see do the where he came down the hallway. That was what you suggested. Unless yeah. he, like, time popped consuming. out the window yeah. at the end. It's expensive have, and time consuming. You're in, do some quick research. Just Prince has been what they have on, on tab. Um, We're hella rich, for too. For what resources Durpar has, if they are known for really elaborate well cleaned up assassinations. Alright, you can have who do the research? Osana? Oh, 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 and you can do a history check too, because you yeah. know that. Some history. Throw out some history. History eyes. You know. History. Uh, Extract that history. Hysterectomy. <laughs> what is. 34 history. They asked to track so, using, uh, using similar rituals, burning through. Resources as well as it costs money to uh, to execute these. Yeah. So Ren goes out into the hallway, and that's what you guys want to do is basically go room to room and follow this guy. Yeah. Unless he like you know, doesn't stay in a room. Uh, Ren goes where he went would be priority because if we can catch him still, that'd be ideal. Yeah. yeah. This is more and more time is going by, and we haven't found him on the ship yet. So this is the ship is still. Sirens are blaring on as lock. Uh, yeah, it's on complete lockdown. The portal room is locked. High guards posted on all the important people's uh, rooms. He's hiding. Yeah. Hugh, um, based on when the thing entered the room and when it exited the room, he's going to attempt to try and track it manually if he can, because that might be faster than their rituals, because it like takes ten minutes per ritual per section of whatever thing they can see. Mm-hmm. So there it goes. Ren would like to wish him. Wishes Hugh the best of luck since we had so thoroughly cleaned everything. <laughs> well, yeah, beforehand. So, well, that's true. Well, we'll see what we get. Uh, so, perception, that's a 51. Roll against Ren's bluff. Oh, God. Dun, 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 39. Hugh is able to track where these tracks came from. Where'd they come We're from? Trying to track where he entered from. He sees tracks both ways. He could attempt to follow either way. Uh, he's definitely going to track where it went first, because if he can catch him, that'd be first. But if that leads to a dead end, he's going to go see where he came from. 
because both are valuable. Okay, so so he's following where he where where the he assassin went. went to. Yes. Okay, he was able to track him. Where did the assassin go to? The assassin, upon exiting the room, made his way to the end of the hallway, opened the window, and from all you can tell, jumped out. They just end at the window. They end at the window. Climbs out the window, summons. <laughs> Uh, brass. brass. Thank you, Stowe the Koblen, making me the best mount ever. Um, and scours the side of the ship to continue, see if he's just floated into, into the midair uh, or whatever. Ren also goes with Hugh and jumps out the window, summoning, <laughs> summoning. Dude, it's so much fun to do it. <laughs> summoning Tenebrae, who just appears beneath him and flies up. To Hugh. Is Hugh, does it look like the thing walked along the side of the ship? Does it just went in midair? I mean, if, if the tracks are gone, that's gone. Yeah, you, Hugh's not there. Awesome. No tracks on the outside of the ship. No he wind jumped. tracks. If only damn wind were here! Okay. Ren looks, he dead. Ren looks at Hugh and asks him what he sees. Rowena looks out the window and says, The only man... I've ever known that could track someone through uh, track someone through the wind. Is the only man we do not have access to right now. She just kind of puts her head down. <laughs> who? Damn it! <laughs> no, I mean, who Rowena. said that? Rowena. Oh, Rowena. Rowena. Oh, as she's oh, you know, Rowena. she's security, so she's. <laughs> no, I know that. Get someone. Stop making fun yeah. of you. Right now, Ren is just like. How old are the tracks? How much of a lead does this guy have on us? How old are the when? tracks? <laughs> uh, it's like an hour now. Yeah, he's gone then. Yeah. He's in flying it some way, and he's got yeah. Okay, so he's gonna backtrack and try and see where he entered from. See Ren, where the breach in our security came from. Rosino reports back to Brandis that it is within. Uh, it is believed to be within Estegan's uh, financial abilities to be able to. Uh, Durapar's God damn it, I even thought about it really close. Yeah, you, you <laughs> emphasized it. It is within Durapar's ability to uh, potentially finance, pull off, finance, to, to finance this kind of operation. It would be huge. They would have to really be serious about it because this kind of work, what you're finding, is not uh, not simple to be able to overcome the protections that Thunderstrike has. And it has to be an inside job of some sort. Yeah. Just I mean, or on so, someone on the inside. <laughs> But aren't they both kind of bad? No. Not for the purposes of this conversation. Okay. Okay. One just says, Estagun, good. Ren, bad. as Hugh and Ren are outside, and Hugh is... Valiantly looking yeah. for clues. Uh, Ren flies up alongside him when they are far enough away from the ship to remain out of earsight, or earshot. And that says too. and says or to Hugh, Hugh, Hugh has <laughs> and says to Hugh. He entered through the window. He entered through the window. Yes. Thanks. Uh, does Hugh's tracks indicate or that at all? It entered through the window. Or it entered through the. Does Hugh's tracking indicate that at all? That he had seen. Uh, is he telling the truth or not? Did he actually enter through the window? Don't say you don't know. Did he enter through the window? No, he didn't enter through the window. He entered through Ren's room. (laughs) So, you did not see tracks that indicate that. How do you get that, then? 
Ren says... That's not what I'm seeing. Ren looks at him in the eye and says, he entered through the window. If you know something that you're not telling me, please do so now. Ren says... If you need to go somewhere more private to do so, I'll understand. Ren says... Between you and me... We could be being observed right now. Do we need to go somewhere more private? I just was looking at both of them. are they talking about over Ren there? just... Ren looks at him and says... His eyes According me. to my calculations and what I'm pretty sure your tracking has found, he came in through the window. Do we need to have a conversation right now or later? Uh, we can discuss tracking methods later. Continue next week. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs>